the pounding begins. The wagons are circled. Every wind is raided. It's football time in America, and this republic has never been stronger. The Sportsocracy, Beer City's best sports talk, live from the Ingalls studio. And welcome in to the Sportsocracy, the Halloween edition of the Sportsocracy. You're on ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM and 1400. Jeremy, are you feeling it? Are you feeling the scariness? Halloween's already over. No? Nope. What? A- adult Halloween's already over. But, I mean, don't crush our dreams. It's... I mean, nobody goes out and crushes domestic lights on a Tuesday. <laughs> Wait a minute. You used to. What's what's the matter, skinny boy? Um, Lost you, a couple cop- pounds and now you're just... Now you're just out. No, I'm now you're the, just boring like me. I, I'm in, no, I'm not. Not in any way. Li- uh, <laughs> I'm in the three-day non-keto purge, so uh, I, I actually might go crush domestic lights. There you go. Day. See a little bit of life in this uh, Halloween. I have all the music for you, all the Halloween vibes here in the Sportocracy today on a Power Rankings Tuesday Week nine power rankings coming your way over the last two hours of the program. We got to, of course, talk about Monday Night Football coming up in just a little do bit. Do we? I, do I mean, we have to talk about that? I, mean, I feel like we should because it makes me want to do that Jeremy Green thing because the Las Vegas Raiders suck. Yeah, they're not a good. lot. Yeah, and it's a, a lot of it's Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> it's also trade deadline day. It is. And every time we have a new trade, you will hear. My favorite noise is the purge noise because for the next four hours, all crime is legal and we've had our first crimery, <laughs> the crimery, the dumbassery of the day. Maybe, uh, it, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. No, no the Chicago bears have traded a second round pick to the Washington commanders for Montez sweat. Woo. I- Oh, I mean, I get it because I mean, he's, he's, he's a good player. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think he's a good edge rusher, mm-hmm. but you're also shopping the only corner you have on the team. Could you pick a lane, <laughs> please? <laughs> well, I mean, Jalen Johnson has been requ- he's requested a trade. Yeah, he's the only corner on that team that's not absolutely god awful. Mm-hmm. But um, he's also do a contract. Right, uh, he is. So you're going to pay Montez Sweat, which I I understand he's a good player, mm-hmm. but you can't pay the only corner on your team. Maddeningly inconsistent. And I'd be remiss if I didn't point out that the last time you traded a second round pick, all crime was legal, and you got murdered. Well, you know, it's that's the FIFO rule, right? You fod and you fode, and this one seems like a little. Well, you win. I'd put this on like a one on the FAW scale. I, I mean, I knew either Josh or uh, Montez Sweat or Chase Young was going to get traded today. I just didn't think it was going to be to the Bears. Well, you would think it would go to a contender well, at that least. Be the, that would be a thought. I mean, look, I get the, the Bears have, uh, I think, $110 million in cap space. Mm-hmm. And frankly, you don't want a guy to get to the free market because they're no. probably not going to choose you. No, absolutely not. So reach out and, you know. Grab the prize while it's there. It's just always weird to me when teams that are going nowhere 
uh, rush out to to get a guy that's right in his prime to pay him prime money, then you don't have anything around him. Mm-hmm. So I, I do. I feel very sure. Actually, you know what? We have it, it's not breaking news, so don't hit your button. But this is uh, live reaction from Montez Sweat. Damn the devil to hell! Oh <laughs> shoot! Shoot! Oh shoot! I, you know they walked up to him and said, Montez, we, we, we regret to inform you that we've we've traded you. And he went, yeah. And in his mind, he went, here we go, Baltimore like, Ravens. Yep, Baltimore Ravens. That'd be fun. San Francisco well, 49ers. Come on. Which contender am I going to? The Chicago Bears. Mm. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm just trading one jersey for another. It's, it's like... It's like giving me a tan crayon and a sienna one and going, they're different. I mean, no, honestly, they're not. Honestly, I would rather be with the commander. Uh, no doubt. I've at least got a quarterback. <laughs> right. Now you're. I'm going to a place ugh. where we have to take a bus because we can't take a plane because it'll never touch down. Yep. Yep. Let's go. Yep. Uh, we had another deal that was made earlier today. Contavia Street was sent from the Philadelphia Eagles to the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, I did take great joy in all of the Atlanta Falcons on fans on Twitter going, oh, we're going to get somebody. We're going to get Chase Young. Yeah, we're going to go get no. Montez Sweat. Best we can do, uh-uh. Kentavious Street. Kentavious mm-hmm. Street for a six-round pick. Come on. Mm-mm. You want it. You don't need Montez Sweat. We have Montez Sweat at home. All right, so the <laughs> so now that we look at the we look at the big tote board, right, we only have one earth-shattering, impact-making move that has been made at the trade deadline so far, and that was yesterday with the Seattle Seahawks getting Leonard Williams from the Giants. Because that can be an impact move that can put you at least a leg, a step closer to a division championship, to a conference championship, maybe to a Super Bowl. Well, I, I, I feel like two of the biggest prizes that were on the board have already been claimed. This is starting to feel like a silent auction where will you put your bid in for a boat or a vacation in Aruba? And now we have a lovely plate set from William Sonoma. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have a pair of forks that Bucky whittled out of wheat. Which is nothing wrong with those. But. Yeah, I, I, I mean, look, there's still some winners on the board. Jalen Johnson, because the Chicago Bears don't know if they're coming or going. That's I would you say that's the cor- biggest that's I, the biggest dart left on the board I think. Well, I mean, you have a corner, which San Francisco Forty Nine ers, right? Hey, San Francisco, you should you should call Chicago and go. Hey, you know your history with trading second round picks is mm-hmm. not awesome, so we're going to give you one at the end of the second round for your good corner because we need that feller real bad. Well, you need to be in a bidding war with the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, they they would be a contender for mm-hmm. that. He's not and maybe maybe even the Philadelphia Eagles. Like let's take ex- all of the contenders here because the Philadelphia Eagles secondary needs a jolt as well. I think he fits better in San Francisco than he fits in uh in Dallas. But, mm-hmm. I mean, he's still a prize. And th- every year we have done this show, this is the first time we've been on air for the trade deadline. Oh, well, the like, the first hour. Yes. We would do the last hour. So 
this is it's a, I feel like this is going to be a chaotic day, and I'm here for it. Well, hopefully it'll be a chaotic day. I really want to hit the purge button a whole mess of times today. <laughs> uh, hit that other button. Some jokester took a poop in it. <laughs> is that, that not one, the right one? one? The one. I'm your huckleberry. Uh, let's go Soaring Eagle. Does Josh McDaniels just despise Devontae Adams. I don't know, but you know what I do know? I know D- Devontae Adams despises Josh McDaniels. There's no doubt. I know he it. also despises uh, Jimmy, Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah. yeah. Did you see the meme that NFL memes put out? It was Drew Barrymore when she was hosting Saturday Night Live introducing the musical guest. Mm-mm. And it said this is the exact same thing that the Las Vegas Raiders say when they introduce Jimmy Garoppolo. She comes out and says, like to introduce to you the very sexy garbage. <laughs> <laughs> the very sexy garbage. Uh, just the internet never loses. Now, uh, Devonte Adams after the game last night, you know, so his quote from the press or from from the locker room was, I thought it was great because he said, "I don't know what to say." Because y'all will take it out of context and no, spin no, no, it no. and all Devontae, this kind of stuff. We will not take it out of context, okay? You and I are reasonably close to the same age. And you went full little kid just, if I can't play with it, nobody can! <laughs> with your helmet on the sideline. I know what that means. Right, that we means all... I want you to do something about your face, pretty boy, because <laughs> I'm going to punch you right in your face hole. I mean, he missed him on two wide-open touchdowns. Uh, there was a 60-yarder and a 90-yarder that he left on the field. All Jimmy Garoppolo's fault, because he could not hit Devontae Adams, who had a good 10 yards on his man both times. That's inexcusable. And Devontae Adams is right to be ticked off about this. And should he be. should be able to Adams, go in front I, of the media and say everything he wants to say. Oh, of, and this is the reason. This organization is trash. They can't give me what I need. I need out of here. The The reason that I will never have the kind of, of platitude that Devontae Adams would have, I would have been the biggest child in that postgame presser of, I would rather play for the Saskatoon Rough Riders than ever have to put on this Raiders uniform again. I would go play for a CFL team because this is awful. Missed him on a 75-yard touchdown that he would have walked in the end zone. Missed him on another one that would have been a 98-yard touchdown that I'm not sure he wouldn't have walked in the end zone. Safety would have had a shot on that one. I mean, it's not even close. If I was Devontae Adams, as soon as that game was over, I would have gone up into that suite and looked at old Captain Floby and been like, look here, you got two choices. Either you're going to give me what I want, or I'm going to throw you off this balcony. Your choice. I don't really care, but I'm going to get out of here. And there's too many teams that would be interested. I'm not 100% sure he doesn't get dealt today. Mm Mm-hmm. Because he composed himself pretty well in front of the media. He I'll did. bet you a dollar to a donut he didn't do it behind closed doors. No, why would you? I mean, he's in the prime of his Everybody career knows. and I'm being thrown to by arguably the worst quarterback in the NFL. Yeah. And Everybody weird, knows. if you ever want to know why we say the things about quarterbacks we do, look at Jimmy Garoppolo with the San Francisco 49ers and look at him with the Raiders. Does he even look like the same guy? No. No. It looks like somebody dressed up as Jimmy Garoppolo for Halloween. And they're like, look, I'm an NFL quarterback. 
I mean, it's pitiful. Mm-hmm. It is pitiful. It and is. a lot of it's on Jimmy. I know the line's not good. I know there was a lot of pressure last night. You're not hitting wide open throws. This is the same thing I said about Jordan Love. Mm-hmm. I get that you had some drops. I'm not just putting my fingers in my ears to that. The problem is that you're missing guys in clean pockets, wide open. Worst five quarterbacks in the NFL at that. You want to take a guess who they are? Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo is one of them. Baker Mayfield's one of them. Mm-hmm. Jordan Love's one of them. Mm-hmm. Justin Mike. Fields is one of them. Mac Jones. Mac Jones is the other one. Hmm, weird. Five guys that I r- just absolutely rail on all the time. Mm-hmm. I don't expect mediocre to average quarterbacks to be world beaters. I do expect you to be able to. It's like the shortstop. I expect you to make that routine double play. No doubt. You don't have to make the special play where you barehand it and throw it over your head and, and, and turn two. I expect you to be able to throw out a guy first. Yeah, I mean, you have to. If you're not a superstar, you have to be really good at the fundamentals, right? Use a baseball reference here, right? If you're not, if you're not hitting bombs every day, like uh, you will use the old Astros, Jeff Bagwell, right? Superstar player, hit bombs every day, fine. But then there was Craig Biggio, who was just as damn good, but he was the he he had to hit doubles. If you're not hitting homers, if you're not putting butts in the seats, then you need to be hitting the you're, doubles. You're forgetting the legend of that team that was Ken Caminiti. Ken Caminiti. <laughs> Ken Caminiti he was, was awesome. The guy. He was the guy I looked at when I was a kid and went, hey, he looks like me. That guy, that fella right there, he likes him a domestic light. I guarantee it. Was, <laughs> did he have Astros days? I think he was a he Padre. Did. He was a Padre. Okay. He was also an Astro. All right. Uh, did I just out baseball you? I think you might have. Good for you. It's going to be a day. Good for you. I got a lit firecracker in my keister. Let's go. <laughs> it is the Sportsocracy ESPN Asheville. I'm your huckleberry. Got one of those from our buddy Armchair Commentary. He said he can't wait to get hockey bangers out. And he asked, does he get his own breaking news button? Sure. I, I think we can facilitate that. Actually, you can have tanks. Uh, so I never have to see him do that annoying little dance ever again. No, sir. Uh, then he asked, is a Bronco wide receiver getting traded today or no? I will say probably not. I'll go no. Uh, look, hey, Sean Payton has been saying nobody's on the table. I, We're I, not I, shopping I, anybody. And, and now be very wary of listening to what uh, I call this mouth word memory times. Mm-hmm. All right. This is where somebody looks you dead in your face and lies straight to your face. Coaches will do that. No, of course They've they They've taken calls from every team in the NFL. I do not find it to be ironic that when they didn't get the return they wanted is when he said, oh, nobody's on the table. Well, they were. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> you're that's a half-truth, Sean. That's, you're only giving me just – you're giving me a crumble of the truth, and I want the whole slice of pie. Yeah. yeah. Either so way, I, I would nobody's say probably getting no. I would say probably no. Yeah. You're in those sports. More, it's more likely they – hey, New Orleans Saints fans, tell me the four players on your roster you hate the most – those are most likely the ones that Sean Payton's going to trade for. Uh, we will keep you up to date on all of the trades. Again, uh, when you hear this sound, Jeremy, oh. when you hear this, there you go. That means uh, all trades are on. All bets are off. For the next four hours, all crime is legal. Yep. Good teams will be committing trade manslaughter on the bad teams. Back at, that's what we do here. Back at the Ingalls studio after this. 
We're back counting down to kickoff. Let's look at today's three keys to premium pre-gaming with Beast Unleashed, presented by Monster Brewing. Number one, beat the heat. Unleash the beast with bold, familiar flavors, zero caffeine and zero sugar. Number two, running the option. There's four to choose from. White Haze, Peach Perfect, Scary Berries, and my personal favorite, Mean Green. And number three at 6% ABV, Max Protect. Always drink responsibly and you must be 21 or over. Beast Unleashed, available at your local retailer. Real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa Hyatt-Zach with EXP Realty, your native realtor serving all of Western North Carolina. I will work hard for you, and I believe in doing the right thing every time. I market each of my listings to reach out-of-town buyers. I use a professional photographer and drone video on every single listing, as well as collaborate with agents across the country to find your buyer. Check me out online at clarissasellswnc.com or give me a call at 828-774-6343. It would be my pleasure to assist you through the real estate process. The Asheville Championship returns to Harris Cherokee Center in Asheville November 10th and 12th. This year's field is the best yet. The Clemson Tigers, Maryland Terrapins, Davidson Wildcats, and the Blazers of UAB. Four exciting matchups with a champion to be crowned at one of the premier early season tournaments in college basketball. For more information and to get your tickets, go to AshevilleChampionship.com. That's AshevilleChampionship.com. It all starts in Asheville November 10th and 12th. Probably sponsored by Ingalls Market. Beast of the Night. Brought to you by Monster Brewing. The Beast Unleashed. All right, we are back in the sportsocracy on ESPN Asheville. Time for the beast of the night. Uh, I feel like Monday night football gave us but only one beast, and it was the pre-beast that I told you it was going to be. Mm. One, Jameer Gibbs. Finally. Finally, this guy got his touches, had 11 of them in the first quarter. I, and can I just – I'm really I'm glad that, that we got to do this early in the show because I, I think I screamed this at my television eight times last night. Hey, Joe Buck nobody in Detroit missed David Montgomery last night for not nary one second. <laughs> not one. Because Jameer Gibbs averaged six yards a carry, and David Montgomery does that for every two carries. They kept looking at Jameer Gibbs going, hey, keep doing that. I, I, even when he comes back, let's do that. Yep. I want to do that because that's productive and why we used a first-round pick on that guy. 152 yards rushing. 26 carries and also added five catches for 37 yards but you know what he didn't do he didn't score a second touchdown you know why because they felt the urge to hey let's give it to craig reynolds stop it give him the ball <laughs> do it it was the only thing that it was the only thing in that parlay that i missed last mm-hmm. night well, was two touchdowns Yes, I got greedy. Okay, I, you yeah. ever get greedy? It happened to me. <laughs> uh, you should be careful of that for the rest of the season. Too, I wanted that's my, not going to change when David. I wanted my six hundred dollars. I okay. When I play the millionaire, I'm not just trying to cash. All right, I got forty bucks. You know what? I don't have a million. Right, that's what I want. Right. So congratulations to Jameer Gibbs for being the beast of the night. Brought to you by monster brewing uh in our youtube chat we're asking for your favorite potential trades of the day blake johnson that's a that's a new name uh he really wants to see the kansas city chiefs go chase scary terry i don't think that one's available but i wouldn't be shocked if the chiefs tried to add a receiver today Mm -hmm. deandre hopkins was probably on the board until will levis came out and went hey look what this uh look what this rocket does fueled by mayonnaise yep 
I don't know what receiver could get dealt today outside of Devontae Adams. Mm-hmm. And I still think that's possible. Mm-hmm. If he I don't know. goes in and threatens real violence. I don't know, but I'd be all about the Chiefs getting one. Lead the league in drops. Mm-hmm. 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 Patrick Mahomes has uh, thrown more interceptions or is on pace to throw more interceptions than he's ever thrown in his career, leading the league, mm-hmm. which is disgusting to see. But, I mean, he's not hes not actually Jesus, guys. Like, I, I feel like we treat him like he is, and he's not, right? He's not the second coming. He cannot do it by himself. He's got to have some. Well, he doesn't lead the league in interceptions. I thought he was tied for the league. No, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo took that back for his loan. Oh, did he? In two last games. <laughs> but he's up there uh yeah he's tied with josh allen jalen hurts mac jones sam howell and jordan love i've heard jordan love's name way too many times in the last 24 hours why uh social media we've oh, we've had people yeah, that are like that we've had people that are trying to defend jordan love well what about the drops yeah uh pat mahomes has Leading the league in drops. Mm-hmm. You got seven more than your team does. Does he ever look like he won a fan contest? Because Jordan Love does a lot. Jordan Love looks like they gave him a playbook that was in a language with which he was not familiar. <laughs> uh, West Virginia Willie says maybe Allen Robinson is a wide receiver that could be on the board or on the table. I, I, why I, would you want him? Allen Robinson's one of those guys that I feel like it's the same thing with when Miko Hardman got traded by the Jets. Damn, I forgot you were here. Yeah. Where you been hiding? <laughs> Are you in the bathroom or something? I hadn't seen you in a right. minute. Right. Uh, we'll keep our eye out for any more trades coming down the pike here. But, yeah, last night the Detroit Lions, I mean, they turned the ball over three times in that game, and it still was never even close. No. It was never in doubt that they were just going to do whatever they wanted to do, and they could – they could try to beat themselves, but even they couldn't do that. The only thing I, I kept thinking about this last night, you remember that old Geico commercial with the fisherman that had the dollar on the end of the fish? Yeah. I was like, yeah. oh, you're going to get it? No, yeah. I guess you missed it. You got to be quicker much. than that. You got to be quicker than that. <laughs> That's what it felt like all night. No and doubt. I look at Max Crosby sometimes and I just go, man, you've got to say a whole mess of obscenities when you come back to that locker room. Because he looks like he is shot out of a cannon over and over and over again Mm -hmm. the only reason the raiders scored last night is because i'm pretty sure jared goff tried to throw one away and he just didn't throw it away enough and marcus peters just hey thank you i'm coming around to your way of thinking that raiders team is horrifically bad thank you and it's all josh mcdaniels yes it's all Josh McDaniels. He is so inept as a coach. I just, uh, and before anybody wants to say, no, I don't think I could do a better job, but anybody else could. I like do. anybody who's qualified. I 100% know I could, could do, do it. <laughs> I don't think it. I 100% know it. Right. I mean, Jimmy Garofalo is terrible. He was last night. He was <laughs> harassed constantly last night. He held on to the ball too long. He made errant throws. And there is no doubt that you should tear this down to the studs. Well, Kelvin Joyner in the YouTube comment said the defense looks improved. It does. That's the only reason last night wasn't a complete bloodletting. Because the offense is pathetic. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, it, for me, there's only two elements. It's Josh McDaniels and it's Jimmy Garoppolo. And frankly, I blame Garoppolo on Josh McDaniels. 
Because he came to Vegas, and all of a sudden, he is a shell of the player I saw in San Francisco. He's inconsistent. He's got the happiest feet in the league. I haven't seen a battered rookie quarterback who does that little foot. To, I don't even know what to call it. it. It looks like he's going full happy feet, the 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 penguin in the kids movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's just dances his little feet around. And almost every time he does that, he winds up on his back. Because he never throws it away. Steps up in the pocket, into pressure. It, it's just, it's a comedy of errors. Mm-hmm. And and I'm here again saying, please, please get Devontae Adams somewhere that he can finish out the string here and be competitive. Yep. All of it. Raider fans deserve better than Josh McDaniels. Let's do. Yeah. They do. I you mean, deserve better than this. I'd agree. You had to go at, through at the John point. Gruden thing. Then you wanted Rich Basaccia. And best I can give you is Bill Belichick from Wish. No, I mean, it goes way deeper than that. And, and it's just the constant lucy with the football kind of thing you know once you they think you talent. might be competitive they just yank it away from you they have legit real talent mm-hmm. but how long have they been an off-season story right i mean ever since Derek carr got there ever since Derek carr came in and he had uh amari cooper it was always oh there's promise here but then it disappoints. Well, and you've you do always, that for so long that eventually uh, you have to come around to, yeah, you know what, you you guys need better. Well, the thing that 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 the Raiders are one of those teams that they always think the grass is greener somewhere else, whether it's the coach or the quarterback. You know, because last year it was all Derek Carr. Oh, hey, Josh McDaniels. Without saying it, he basically said, "I can't win with Derek Carr. Mm-hmm. I need a guy that can run my offense." Well, from what I see, and this is just. It's just a guy that's been doing this for a minute that pretty well knows what he's talking about. Your offense looks grossly overcomplicated. Your quarterback that you brought in here, I would say probably 40% of the disaster plays last night, either a receiver ran a wrong route or Jimmy Garoppolo didn't know the route he was running. And what that tells me is you've probably got too many options. There's too many options at the top of routes of, of guys can set down, guys can take off on the nine, kind of like Kansas City does, but nobody's on the same page. It's one thing when you've got Pat Mahomes and Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill and, and all these guys that are one brain. Jimmy Garoppolo looks like he has absolutely no clue what Devontae Adams is going to do at any time. Hunter Renfro has become the most irrelevant player in the NFL. Mm-hmm. He can't even stand up. He's so... At this point, he is so – it's become so rare that he gets a target that he loses his mind when he does and just falls down. Did that twice last night. Mm-hmm. It's 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 ugly. And I will tell you, the Raiders took a precipitous drop in the uh, in the old power rankings this week. Uh, as they should. Kelvin Joyner said, is there, asked, is there a path to Ziggler keeping his job but McDaniels getting fired? I don't think so. I would say there, there's a small one, but not because very the problem much. is you're hooked. You together. came in together. Yeah, you're each other's guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, all right. So let's say you believe in Dave Ziegler. Who do you think he's going to hire? Because I don't want another one of these retread Patriot guys. Yeah, I have no interest in anybody that came off the bill tree. I need a complete relaunch here. And Ziegler is on that tree. Yeah, 
And anybody he's going to hire probably is going to come off that tree. So mm-hmm. to me, I think you have to just axe it all. I would agree. And it, this would be an attractive job. You don't have a quarterback, but you've got capital to go get one. You've got receivers. The defense is improved, like mm-hmm. Kelvin said earlier. Mm-hmm. You're in Vegas. It's easy to build a brand. Give There's somebody, a lot. There's give a somebody lot. Celine Dion season passes. <laughs> <laughs> And who doesn't want to hear her sing, you know, that song she did? Yeah. The one from the movie. You can go see Britney if she ever stops playing with knives, I guess. I don't. She know. takes a lot of Instagram pictures, all nudie patootie. Mm-hmm. 1998 Jeremy would have been all about that. Mm-hmm. But now that was Jeremy's 1998 not, Britney. I was going to say, now Jeremy's not too happy about that? No, now it's 2023 Britney. And yeah. she's... She's nuttier than a Chinese chicken salad, so <laughs> I'm good. I got my fill of crazy in my 20s. Yeah. I'm, I'm only, that's going to be a no from me, dog. <laughs> You're in the sportsocracy, and this is ESPN Asheville. 92.9 FM, 880 AM and 1400. When we come back, we'll get just a bit outside, plus Dabo's in the news. If cleanliness is next to godliness, look around the car right now. Is that very godly? Look, life comes at you fast, but so does WNC Auto Detailing. They have the tools to make your interior look like it's coming off the showroom floor. You don't believe me? Check them out on Instagram. All that filth and years of stains disappear. WNC Auto Detailing does full interior and exterior details with paint correction, and they do wax and ceramic coatings. Call WNC Auto Detailing at 455-3700. Premium care with a Southern hospitality touch. Running a small business is no small task. At Home Trust Bank, we work hard to prepare businesses for whatever tomorrow may bring. Your dreams are our business, and we have local experts who can help you plan for a successful future. Dependable guidance you need and service you'll appreciate. At Home Trust Bank, we take your small business banking personally. Visit your local Home Trust branch or anytime at htb.com. Member FDIC. The season we've all been waiting for is here. No, not that one. The season of the Big Orange Tent is underway in Western North Carolina. The area's largest selection of Halloween costumes, decorations, and accessories is at the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. Halloween Express is your one-stop shop for adult and child costumes, superheroes, horror icons, inflatable suits. You can find it all under the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. 10 to 8 Monday through Saturday, 12 to 6 on Sundays. Boy, you must be outside your mind. The sportsocracy. Just a bit outside. He tried the corner and missed. Back at the sportsocracy on ESPN Asheville inside the Ingles studios. Time to get just a bit outside. Uh, We did not get into this yesterday because all of the footballing that was going on. But this was a big story over the weekend in the hockey world. So you probably have heard the, the case of the former NHL player Adam Johnson who was killed after a run-in on the ice. So a guy named uh, Matt Petgrave who was playing for the Sheffield Steelers uh threw a high leg during the dur- during the hockey game and sliced him in the neck with his skate. Johnson playing for the Nottingham Panthers uh was rushed to a local hospital, but he died from the injury. Now there is a criminal investigation going on. 
uh, South Yorkshire police, I believe it was, uh, are the ones that are now going to be or that are carrying out the investigation here on whether or not there was intent. Well, I've seen the video and I don't claim to be a hockeyman, but I've also never seen somebody on a, a, a on a hockey ice with their foot that high in the air. Yeah. That they didn't just get absolutely decleated off their feet. Mm-hmm. This dude looked like he Shawn Michaels him in the throat. He did. He did. He threw he threw the skate pretty high. So there were there were actually four players involved at once and there were there were there were there were two that Petgrave used kind of as a pick to get the leg up and then took out Johnson as he was skating into him. And the investigators that were quoted in the paper here, obviously they can't give much details, but they were, they say that at the moment it's confusing because you're in the act of a game, right? This is part of the physical activity and being rough is part of the game, right? We all know you don't throw skates up at people's necks, but it would be a penalty in the game. But if he didn't have any intent to actually hurt this guy, I don't know that it goes to a criminal matter. Criminally negligent homicide. That's what Maybe. I'm sticking with. And I don't know if they, you know, I don't know what the UK rules are on that. I have so, no idea. I can tell you in this country, that's exactly what it would be. Yeah. Because you did something that you could not possibly, if you had an IQ above salad dressing, not know this is a bad, bad idea. Mm-hmm. And it led to somebody's death. Yep. Boom. Yeah. I've watched that video like 10 times. Not because I wanted to, but because I didn't want to say anything about this without being informed. And I can physically not find a way to not look at that and go, that's crimes. Yeah. Um, do we still use the term goon in in hockey? Because I think, I mean, that, I think the, the, the guy, this uh, Petgrave guy, he falls into that category, right? He has He's, 61 penalties in 13 games. Yeah, that's a lot. Which is almost hard to wrap your brain around. Yeah, every time he's on the ice, he's, uh, you know, an enforcer getting in a fight or something, doing something. And so, I mean, I don't know. If this, ra- if, if this goes to a criminal level, obviously it'll be a, uh, a bigger story than it is now. Obviously, it's a very sad situation with this, uh, this guy. Adam Johnson losing his life in a hockey game. Uh, but it wouldn't be the first time that uh, that authorities have been involved in a criminal matter on the ice. This has happened a few times in NHL history. Mm-hmm. So we'll see, and we'll keep you updated. Uh, my story is a lot less heavy. It's about Iowa football. If you've watched them for any period of time this year, you know that their offense ain't got no gas in it. is awful. Historically awful. We'll get to that in a minute. But Brian Ferentz, the offensive coordinator, has officially been told that at the end of the season, his services will no longer be required, which is a little its a little awkward because his father, Kirk Ferentz, is the head coach at Iowa. To skirt nepotism laws, uh, the interim athletic director, Beth Gates, is the one that he directly responds to. That's his supervisor. And she has come to him and said, we will not be renewing your contract. They actually put a clause in his deal that mm-hmm. said they had to average 25 points a game for him to be brought back. Um, yeah, they're not. They're not, and it's not really even all that close. Um, they set the, or they tied, the modern-day record for lowest over-under when they played Minnesota earlier this year. Do, do you know what the over-under for their game this week is? What? 
31 and a half was Minnesota, Iowa. Okay. That's the modern day record that any of us can find of the lowest game at close. Northwestern Iowa's at 29 and a half. Wow. And I'd take the under. Yeah. And I'd bet my house on it. Hmm. I was averaging 19 and a half points a game. <laughs> now, I need you to understand they scored 41 on Western Michigan. Mm-hmm. That's a whole lot of that. I don't know that I've ever seen an offense that's this putrid. And the defense is good. New York Jets. Oh, no. <laughs> they, 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 there ain't no Brees Hall in Hawkeye land. <laughs> right, right. Not a Garrett Wilson either. It's it's gross. And I, I do think, and I'm looking at futures betting markets and things like that, I do think Northwestern Iowa will close with the lowest. I think it'll probably close at 30 and a half. Mm-hmm. And then we will all have an answer of what is the lowest over-under. Yep. It's one of the most searched things on Twitter or on uh, Google right now. Yep. It's number six in Google Trends. Okay. What is the lowest over-under ever in a college football game? Uh, our local candidate, resident candidate, armchair commentary, he's our hockey guy. Uh, he says no criminal charges will be coming uh, in the in the incident that happened over in England. Uh, he's just checking on the arena staff, making sure that there was ag- adequate medical attention. Uh, apparently, the English Ice Hockey Association is going for net guards and protectors, mandatory next year. That should be. It should be uh, anyway. It's like Kelvin Joyner said. It's it's really easy to forget that these guys are skating around on knives. Yeah. When the first time that happened, when the first guy's neck got uh, cut open. All those years ago, you, you probably should have done it then. Um, yeah, we'll see. NHL is being asked to do the same thing, according to uh, Armchair. All right, uh, college football. Wow, Dabo Sweeney. What? Uh, you know, Tyler from Spartanburg. Spartanburg. Tyler from Spartanburg is today's uh, dumbass of the day. Well, uh, for I me anyway. I don't. Tyler from Spartanburg, A, could you speed up the question, please? <laughs> Two and a half minutes to get your question out a is a little extreme. Yeah, that's a lot. Um, if you don't know what we're talking about, uh, so Dabo Sweeney's coaches show every week on the radio is called Tiger Calls. And on the latest episode of Tiger Calls last night, Tyler from Spartanburg called in, and he sounds like he might be 17 years old. Well, he was in the military, so he's older than that. Uh, but he sounds like a young man. That's my only point. Uh, and he is laying into Dabo about their four and four record, and that he makes eleven and a half million dollars. Do we? Do you want me to play Dabo's response? Uh, you can play. Please, God, don't play the caller. No. Uh, ooh, let me give you a I've five second interpretation of it. Um, I, you are bad. <laughs> That's it was two and a half right. minutes of that basically. All right, so he says you're making eleven and a half million dollars. Why are you so bad, basically? And Dabo finally cut him off in his rambling. And Which I've, was I've had you. enough of this guy. And this was his response to Tyler. That was the moment where I went, oh well, Dabo's gotten serious now because he threw out the whole "you want my job, you try to take my job." Now there's nothing. I have zero wrong with Dabo. And what he said. He is completely right about everything he said. To me, Tyler is a problem. Well, 
yes and no. There is such a thing as you have to know where you are. And I would be remiss if I didn't say, hey, Dabo, yeah, I've been saying that same thing about Clemson for four years. I hate to tell Clemson Tiger fans this. He's absolutely right. And I've been trying to tell. How many times have I come on this show and said, you do get that the good times don't roll forever and you don't seem to understand that because you have an excised expectation. Now, that's where I agree with him. Here's where I disagree with him. Dabo Sweeney did that stereotypical I'm a troll on social media thing of, well, how old are you? I know. Um, you kind of need the fans, Dabo. And, and let me tell you how that went when you said what you said yesterday. You lost every ounce of credit that you had with Clemson fans because that's what they do. That's what they do. They did this with Tommy Bowden. I watched it happen. Mm-hmm. Tommy Bowden took them to heights that they hadn't seen in 20 years. And guess how long it took him to turn on him? Instantaneously. Happened in a handful of games. The administration didn't turn on him that quickly. The fans did. Mm-hmm. I was there for Bowden Bowls. Mm-hmm. I heard everything that was said about him. And this is step two of an ultimate in-game that leads to Dabo Sweeney no longer being the head coach of Clemson. Well, of course it does. And it's I I will still maintain it's 15 months from now. Mm-hmm. They'll give you one more year to do this. Unless you come out and just go full grumper and miss a bowl game. Mm-hmm. You go five and seven, we're going to have a talk this year. Yeah. But it's not going to get any better. What do you mean it's not getting Clemson's any better? not getting any better. Man, I don't know that. Uh, I do. They might. Uh, I do. It, it ain't hard to figure out. Mm-hmm. For me, this is probably the easiest the easiest call my shot that I've ever had because it was really easy to watch Clemson's recruiting rankings and then watch all of these guys leave the program. You get all these guys into the NFL, and what do you replenish them with? Every single time he did it. Just look at the quarterback. The quarterback is the most obvious position in all of football. Mm-hmm. You went Deshaun Watson to Trevor Lawrence to DJ Uyunglele. Mm-hmm. To Cade Klubnik. Mm-hmm. That's a regression every step of the way. Guess what? It gets a step worse if you go below Cade Klubnik. Because there's not a savior coming. There's not. You have one impact weapon, and it's Will Shipley, mm-hmm. who you cannot figure out how to use because you have C.J. Spiller coaching your running backs. He's not a coach. I hate to explain. This is one of those. I am. I am dead in the wool about what I'm getting ready to say. Just because a guy played this game does not mean he knows how to coach it. Does not mean he knows it better than people that didn't. It's just not true. Right. So, but what? I mean, and so you've CJ got Taj, Spiller. Well, you've got that Taj Boyd, who I know I like Taj quite a bit. C.J. Spiller. You had Brandon Streeter a year ago. You brought in all these players. They're not coaches. You're not coaching up any of these guys. And as soon as Brent Venables went away and Tony Elliott went away, it became very obvious that Dabo Sweeney's not a good coach. I got crap for this for three years because I told you exactly what was coming because it was so abundantly obvious. Because every draft prospect they put into the draft that I had to evaluate every year Oh, weird. Now they all of a sudden have these huge flaws in their game that the coaching didn't improve. You want to know where that doesn't happen? It doesn't happen with Nick Saban. 
It doesn't happen with Kirby Smart. It doesn't happen with Brian Kelly. It doesn't happen with a slew of high-level coaches in this game. It happens with Dabo Sweeney every single year. My top 100 is getting ready to come out. How many Clemson Tigers do you think I have in it? Two. Two. That's exactly how many it is. It's two. And one of them is an off-ball linebacker who just so happens to be such a good prospect and that position is so bad that you borderline couldn't screw him up. Mm -hmm. So I, I agree that Dabo has a point. The fan base is what's setting the expectation here. You have set an unrealistic expectation and they can't live up to it. I would say that was unpredictable, but I predictable it for you three years ago. Mm -hmm. And I've been screaming it from the rooftops, telling you it was coming, and now we're here. Yep. The problem is that your response was, hey, look at all the things I did in the past. I don't give a damn what you did in the past. What are you going to do right now? Mm -hmm. You are the second highest paid coach in this sport, and you look like an inept moron the vast majority of You just got out coached by Mario Cristobal. You just got out coached by Dave Doran. And no slight at them. They're not the second highest paid coach in the sport. And then you come off like this egotistical jerk going, I'll just go somewhere else. I hate to tell you this, buddy boy, but your options are not going to be nearly what you think they are because you're not viewed in this sport the way you think you are. That was quite possibly the most cathartic thing I've ever done on this mm -hmm. show because I I sat around and waited because I knew he was going to do this at some point mm -hmm. and get defensive and go, oh, look at my rings. Yeah. Yeah, you've got them, yep. and that's good for you. That's really good for you. That and 225 will get you a Coke for next year because <laughs> the game's changed, and you haven't. Straight up, you have not changed. Kirby Smart has adapted. Even in your conference, Mike Norvell has adapted. Mac Brown, who's 70-something years old, has adapted. Mm -hmm. You haven't. Nope. You haven't because you keep putting your fingers in your ears and hiding behind this. I, I, I groom great men. Well, you know what you don't groom? Great football players. That's, I, you know, it's weird. And when you come out with this catalyst, just yeehaw, wild card cowboy attitude, it makes it real easy for people like me to go, that scoreboard's really starting to look ugly in your favor mm -hmm. or not in your favor. It started pretty nice for you. But I don't really see a path out of this because you're not developing any players. You call me a hater all you want to. My team's in this conference. I am in no way worried about Clemson. Not now, not next year, not for the long haul. Because you have a problem and you seem to have absolutely no desire to fix it. Mm -hmm. But yeah, blame the fans. That's that's what it is. <laughs> You're in the sportsocracy, and this is ESPN Asheville. Jeremy's Bangers coming up next. I believe real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa Hyatt-Zach with EXP Realty, serving all of Western North Carolina. Navigating the home buying and selling journey can feel overwhelming at times, and that's why having an agent who cares about you and your needs is key. I'm a native of Western North Carolina, and I close over a home a week. I'm an expert in the market, pricing my sellers correctly to net you the most money, and working as a skilled negotiator for my buyers. Please give me a call today at 828-774-6343 to set up a complimentary market analysis. At Ingalls, we're proud to sponsor area athletics at all levels. Whether we're building new fields for t-ball, celebrating Friday night rivals, televising college basketball games, bringing the fan fest to semi-pro soccer, or taking you out to the ball game at your minor league park. 
We're here for the fans. No one gets the dedication to the home team like you guys. And we've got all the sports you can handle. It's all in the bag. Ingles. Low prices. Love the savings. The season we've all been waiting for is here. No, not that one. The season of the Big Orange Tent is underway in Western North Carolina. The area's largest selection of Halloween costumes, decorations, and accessories is at the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. Halloween Express is your one-stop shop for adult and child costumes, superheroes, horror icons, inflatable suits. You can find it all under the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. 10 to 8 Monday through Saturday, 12 to 6 on Sundays. Coffee's the closers on. Get them the money. Then when you get the money, you get the power. That watch costs more than your car. Then when you get the power, then you get the world. All is right with the world again. We've got a Creed World Tour announced, and we're back to maxing on Tuesdays. This is Green on Green, brought to you by Ingalls Markets. Low prices, love the savings. Northern Illinois is a five-and-a-half-point favorite at Central Michigan tonight. I can't emphasize this enough. Wager, don't watch. Northern Illinois has really come on in the last few weeks, and their defense has been fantastic in conference play, allowing just over 13 points per game in their last three all wins. Now, Central Michigan has been notoriously good at covering spreads against the Huskies, 8-1 and one against the spread in their last nine. But Northern Illinois feels like the right side tonight. I'm taking Northern Illinois minus the five and a half. I would say this is about a 10-point game. Next, Buffalo's at Toledo. Toledo's a 15-and-a-half point favorite. This has trap game written all over it. The common better will see that Toledo is 7-1 and one and that this is only a little over a two-touchdown spread and jump all over it. Here's the problem. I'm not sure either one of these teams can score 17 points on the other. So unless you think Buffalo gets shut out, which I don't, then Toledo's the wrong side. Give me Buffalo plus the 15 and a half in a really low scoring affair. For more, find us on all the social medias at the Sportsocracy. And as always, love the savings with Ingles, love the winnings with me. Mull it out. Sportsocracy. It fires me up, man. I love it. Say it one more time. The Sportsocracy. Shake it back! Beer City's best sports talk. It is gross. Just earlier. They are mature, actually. You just have to get to know them better. Your lunchtime dose of dumbassery. Live from the Ingalls studio. Welcome back into the Ingalls studio on ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM and 1400. The Sportsocracy heard everywhere on the iHeartRadio app and we're seen everywhere on YouTube. Go to thesportsocracy.com, click that live video link, subscribe to the channel so you can join us in the chat. It is a Power Rankings Tuesday, week nine Power Rankings in the NFL. Um, Might have some shake up at the top. You've had some. There's been some shakeup pretty much up and down the uh, up and down the standings. We got a couple teams that'll be higher than you probably expect them to be. Uh, maybe a couple teams that are lower than you expect them to be. Yep. You know what my consensus was? was uh, once consensus? you get past twelve, man, the bottom twenty teams in the NFL are just a different shade of <laughs> ugly. <laughs> they are. That they are. There's only a couple of, or I guess, a couple of teams that even have just outside hopes well i mean right now the the, the nfl is a lot like halloween candy you got 10 teams that are candy corn Mm -hmm. just don't do it ever just don't watch it don't talk about it 
act like it doesn't exist. Just throw it in the garbage. Then you got like 10 more that are, they're, they're Kit Kat bars. That's fine. That's nothing to jump up and down about. Mm-hmm. Got like eight more that are Twix bars. Yes, okay. that's very good. Okay. And then there's four Reese cups. I was wondering where you were going to go with that, but you did that well. Yeah. I mean, Kit Kat's fine. I saw yes. the weird look you gave me. Yeah, Kit no, Kat's I was thinking fine. the disrespect on Kit Kat here is just yeah, out of out of bounds. But no, well, really, Kit Kat really does not belong in the same category as Twix and Reese cups. You're right. Hey, you want somebody to clear your walkway when it snows? Get full size Reese cups. You'll have a whole little militia of juvenile snow shovelers. There were two out of three. Uh, there were two or three options there that you could have said that would not have ticked me off, and you nailed two of them. Mm-hmm. So good job. The Twix is. It's the most underrated of all the candies. I think that's that's astute. Sounds like a candy draft coming up. Oh, we can do a candy draft the next hour. I don't know. We'll we'll see what we have time to get into because uh, we always drag ass on the power ranking. So let's get into well, we it. We should this week because the bottom eight don't require a whole mess of discussion. That do they that that they do not. But we do have a new team at the bottom, number thirty two. The New York Football Giants. Well, congratulations, guys. Didn't expect you to to see you here, but here you are. I would be lying if i said i was even nominally shocked but here you are this team's awful Mm -hmm. and unfortunately because you played my team i had to go back and watch every play a second time uh yeah for as bad as it was the first time it was drastically worse the second time Mm -hmm. yeah i look at this team and it amazes me that they won two games number 31 it kind of does me too number 31 the New England Patriots. You're getting closer and closer to putting them at 32 again. Uh, look, these bottom four, frankly, these bottom eight, are all just horrifically bad. There's nothing to New England. Mm-hmm. You watch them play and go, what What am I supposed to be happy about here? I mean, I think you hit on Demario Douglas. And if that's what you want to get excited about, then, hey, good for you. Yay. I just... It's so bad. Yeah. I mean, a team that's been outscored by 90 points eight games into the season is never going to make anybody happy. And, oh, by the way, you're led by the biggest jerk in the history of sports. So that's not making things easier for you. No, and I do have to say this. the I, I've asked around with people in the league about the, the extension that he signed. Mm-hmm. It means virtually nothing, just to be clear. Coaches' contracts rarely do. Well, he you was can going, sign a contract from what with I was told, he was going into a lame duck year, and that's the reason they did that. Mm-hmm. But it will not preclude them from having that uncomfortable chat yeah. if that's what they decide to do. Yeah. Number 30, the Chicago Bears. Bill, Bill Budajek's the 31's comical. Bill, buddy, I'm going to be honest with you, outside of the New York Jets, I'm not sure who you're supposed to be. <laughs> if you and the Giants played... I think the stadium might cave in on itself. Yeah, we might have that that dark night thing where the stadium just explodes halfway through. Mm-hmm. Comical See, as crater. in that's so funny. I can't believe they're not thirty two. That's yeah. That's 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 the way to put that. Um, Chicago Bears. Chicago is is gruesomely bad. That Tyson Bajant thing didn't last real long. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's going to play this week, and 
I, I'm curious to see how that goes. Because if you've got two good games out of him, he threw a horrifically bad interception against the Chargers. But if you get two good games out of him, I'm not sure that you don't look at Justin Fields and go, take you down. Mm-hmm. Take you down. But then you trade for Montez Sweat. So I, I don't really know where your head's at. <laughs> I mean, you're building. I, I think you're the third worst team in the league, and you're trading for guys that you're going to give big money to. Well, so. you got to build something for the future, right? And uh, Cornerstone Peace can be a, a great edge rusher. Oh, and you have money. So. I just don't really understand giving up a second-round pick. And, yes, I know you have two ones that are both going to be pretty high. Am I going to get anything out of the draft that could be Montez Sweat? I'll take my chance. This is a draft I want as many bullets in my gun mm-hmm. as humanly possible. Mm-hmm. You're gonna I'll put it this way. I so I have started doing full on grades because there are guys that I feel very locked into where they're gonna be. You will get a guy at thirty five in this draft that would have been in the top thirteen last year. That's how much better this class is than last year's. In terms of overall grade. Yeah. Number 29. The Green Bay Football Packers. <laughs> hey, I remember that time I thought this team might be decent, and they didn't take long to dis. To, the to number of me. Jordan Love apologists is literally blowing my mind. Mm-hmm. I get that there are drops. I get that there is bad offensive line play. I get that the defense is awful. I get all of those things. I get it. If you just take out Take only the throws where Jordan Love is protected and the receiver is open. Just watch that film. It's comical how inaccurate he is. And guess what? It's exactly what he did at Utah State. So you can keep defending him and you can say, well, with a better receiving court, the Green Bay Packers have historically shown that this is exactly what they do. We're going to draft receivers and we're going to develop them. You tell me the guy that proves me wrong on that. I'll wait. Offensive line, you're going to draft the guys and develop them. You tell me the guy that proves me wrong on that. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to tell you that if everything was perfect, Jordan Love couldn't be a mediocre NFL starter. It's not. It, it's it's not all the same. And the only reason that he's going to get another year at this is because Brian Guntekinst looks like such a moron for how he handled this. Because this is a talented team. It's a very talented team. Mm-hmm. In terms of receiving talent, I would argue Green Bay's in the top 16 or 17 in the league. Okay. They're all young, and you don't have necessarily a one, but you've got a lot of dudes. There's no Randall Cobb on this roster at this point. Worst receiver in the league. Thank you, New York Jets, for making him inactive this week so I didn't have to yell his name 16 times. <laughs> but it, it, there's just nothing there. And, and if you want to keep saying, hey, we'll give him time, that's fine. I'm not much the give him time guy because I gave him three years sitting on a bench to develop. So this is not a rookie. This is a fourth-year player in the NFL. Yeah. And you're getting ready to have to make a decision on, hey, what do we pay him? Ask yourself that question. If you're one of these Jordan Love apologists, what do you pay him? Contract comes up next year, what do you pay him? If it's anywhere north of $10 million, you did it wrong. 10's too high. 10's too high for me. He's not a $10 million quarterback. Mm-hmm. Is he better than Baker Mayfield right now, yes or no? No. No. Baker got one year, $5 million. True. He wouldn't take it. It's the Dabo Sweeney thing. Expectation is outsized. Mm-hmm. It's not there. Yep. 
Uh, number 28. <laughs> the, the Carolina, Carolina Panthers. Panthers. Yeah. Carolina, you win a game against the Houston Texans and it automatically vaults you up four spots because they were last last week. I didn't really want them to be last last week because mm-hmm. I don't think they're the worst team in the league. I really don't. I think that, that there's been a lot of clunky and there's been a lot of ugly. But I can also see a path, and if you remember before this season, I didn't say 0-6. I said that first six games is not great. When you come back off that bye, there are several winnable games, and I think they're going to winnable several of those games. Mm-hmm. Um, Adam Black says they're going to win the next two games, according to him. That is at home against the Indianapolis Colts this weekend, and then next, what, Thursday night? Uh, at the Chicago Bears. Ugh. No, thank you. Oh, I want to wash my hair. Uh, could somebody <laughs> call my proctologist and ask me if I could schedule a prostate exam <laughs> for about seven o'clock on the ninth? You'd enjoy that too. Much. I would. Indianapolis. I enjoy, enjoy it more than watching Bears Panthers. I can Chicago tell you that much. Bears. Those are the next two games. Maybe they can. Uh, Bill Booty Cheek says uh, they would destroy Bryce Young. Uh, New England Patriots is putting the. Uh, Feelers out there looking for some vindication. It's upset. It's I'm in too good a mood. I got to I got to absolutely eviscerate that this week. I'm in too good a mood. I'll, you know what? I'll even let you have that one. <laughs> oh, I, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not doing cartwheels after your you uh, two point be. win over the Houston. You shouldn't Texans. be, but it's a good win because Houston is not a bad team. They're mm-hmm. not as good as everybody made them out to be, mm-hmm. but it's a good win. It could be the start of something where you didn't give up the number one pick in the draft. Yeah. You didn't get manhandled for a third week in a row. So congratulations uh, on that as the schedule leans out for you the rest of the way. We'll see if they can rack up some more wins. Number 27. The Denver Broncos. Let's ride. They beat the Kansas City Chiefs. They didn't mean to. And I'm not real sure what to make of that. Five turnovers. That's... It, it is, it's really not hard to figure out. I want you to think about something. Russell Wilson has a four to one touchdown to interception ratio. Mm-hmm. Your offense is still horrible. Mm-hmm. Think about what well, I just said. I mean, he can, yay. He can throw six yard touchdown passes. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Your offense doesn't move most of the game anyway. No. The only way you were able to move the ball against Kansas City was because you were able to ride Javante Williams uh, to extend some drives in primo spots. There was a lot of that uh, run and pick up three yards, incomplete pass, (laughs) and then pick it up short. Would you like to hear the list of quarterbacks that have started a game in the NFL this year that have a 4-1 to touchdown to interception ratio or better? Yes. Russell Wilson. Will Levis, C.J. Stroud. End of message. Repeat the line. Nice. You're getting that in terms of efficiency. Now, stats can be very misleading, and they mm-hmm. are very misleading here. Mm-hmm. You're getting that much efficiency, and your offense is still terrible. How does that work? It's hard for me to wrap my brain around. But they have looked better over the last couple of weeks. One of those was against the Green Bay Packers, who were behind you. Mm-hmm. And the other, uh, Kansas City apparently put butter on the ball. <laughs> and nobody could hold on to it. Right. 
Uh, so good for them for picking up the win, but this is still not a good team. Continuing with the uh, Denver Donkeys said, Will, uh, uh, Russell Wilson is an expensive game manager right now. That's the best way you could possibly put that. Absolutely. Very astute. Uh, also in the candy corn tier here, number 26. <laughs> Sorry, I got stuck on you saying the candy corn tier. The Arizona Cardinals. Can somebody explain to me why they're planning on playing Clayton Toon? Because I'm not really sure that I understand that. I mean, I'm not saying not? Josh Dobbs. Uh, Josh Dobbs hasn't been great. He's been fine. I think he earned the right to keep starting until Kyler Murray comes back. I mean, did he? Do we want to see what we got in Clayton Toon? Because we can see he, if we can get rid of Josh Dobbs. He's been a below-average quarterback the last month of the season. Yeah. I'm just I, – I found that to be very strange. When you come out and go, we don't know that Kyler will be back. But if Kyler's not back, we're going to play the third stringer and then bring Kyler back. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Okay. Get him some game experience. Then why would you not do that in the first place? I don't know. I can't tell you. I mean, I, I, mean, I, I guess it was for you to do that in the first place. Right. But they brought Josh Dobbs in and he played well. And so they went with him for, I, as, I got that. for as long as they could. And then. But if you wanted to get him game experience, why didn't you start with Clayton Toon off the jump? I don't know. You knew you weren't going to the playoffs. Mm -hmm. I, it's, just, it's confusing to me. Who knows? Number 25. The Las Vegas Raiders. Mm -hmm. Hey, do me a favor and trade Devontae Adams. And if at all possible, to the New York football Jets. We can pay him. Aaron gave us a bunch of money back. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Uh, I still still feel like you're too high on this team because they've done nothing but prove me right over the last, what, three weeks? Yeah, but I don't think you're taking into account how horrific the seven teams behind I get are. I, I, I see it. I see it. But I'm not surprised at any turn. This gets worse and worse and worse by the week, and I don't think it's getting any better. And now you've pissed off Devontae Adams, and if you don't trade him now, this is going to get comical over the next how many ever weeks are left, 12 weeks or whatever. I will say this. The seven teams below the Raiders, I don't necessarily see the the full circus coming to town. The Raiders are the first team I look at and go, this could go so off the tracks. Because mm -hmm. you got too many guys that are too upset with where they're at. Yep. And it it doesn't it it doesn't it, it feels like something very bad is about to happen with it. You team. got a star running back and a star wide receiver on edge right now. Mm -hmm. Either one of them would pack their crap and go home right now if you gave them that option. Uh, and Adam Schefter put this out just a little bit ago. He asked someone close to the situation what the chances were that the Raiders would trade Devontae Adams. The response: Not a chance in hell. Yeah. Okay then. Um, <laughs> well. Then let's sit back, ladies and gentlemen, and just watch it burn. You're in the Sportsocracy, and this is ESPN Asheville. The season we've all been waiting for is here. No, not that one. The season of the Big Orange Tent is underway in Western North Carolina. The area's largest selection of Halloween costumes, decorations, and accessories is at the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. Halloween Express is your one-stop shop for adult and child costumes, superheroes, horror icons, inflatable suits. You can find it all under the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. 10 to 8 Monday through Saturday, 12 to 6 on Sundays. 
At Ingalls, whether we're celebrating Friday night rivals, televising college basketball games, bringing the fan fest to semi-pro soccer, or taking you out to the ball game at your minor league park, it's all in the bag. Ingalls, low prices, love the savings. Real estate isn't about properties, it's about people. I'm Clarissa Hyatt-Zach with EXP Realty, your native realtor serving all of Western North Carolina. I will work hard for you, and I believe in doing the right thing every time. I market each of my listings to reach out-of-town buyers. I use a professional photographer and drone video on every single listing, as well as collaborate with agents across the country to find your buyer. Check me out online at clarissasellswnc.com or give me a call at 828-774-6343. It would be my pleasure to assist you through the real estate process. The Sportsocracy. These two are just dumber than a bag of hammers. Welcome back into the Sportsocracy. CSPN Asheville. What is this, lounge Halloween 92. music? 92. What? Is, is this the music they play on dates on the Golden Bachelor? It's the Scream song, man. Where the viaduct looms like a bird of is it? Yeah. As it should. And crack. Red right hand. Sorry. It's a I, classic it's, Halloween look, tune. Look. Scream gave us Nev Campbell. Yeah. I didn't pay attention to a lot of ancillary things in that movie. And the and the other one. What's her name? The Sarah Michelle Gellar? No, the friend. The Courtney Cox? No, no, no. Tatum, the blonde one. Rose McGowan. Yeah. Yeah. Could have given me all day. And I you wouldn't have got to her? Never have gotten oh. there. She was my favorite in the Scream movie. I just watched two series of The Lincoln Lawyer solely because Nev Campbell's in it. <laughs> it was also very good. It just just happened to be a accidental. Woohoo! Woohoo! Uh, it is the Sportsocracy, ESPN Asheville. <laughs> Alex says Power said, Rankings Tuesday. Alex says it's a great song. Jeremy's culture is penthouse magazines and white cherry monster. <laughs> yes. He doesn't get it. I I feel like that's that's a contender for comment of the day. Very good. I was never a penthouse guy though. Wow. Uh, anyhow, Power Rankings Tuesday. That's, uh, smut the, for, that's smut for a guy that has wheels on his house. There's <laughs> anything wrong with that. Just the uh, the the Halloween candy tears <laughs> of the Power Rankings. You got me all thrown off now. Uh, what what was the what was the second? One? This is the Kit Kat tier. Is, and I don't and think we're there yet. We're not to the Kit Kat. Okay, tier yet. so we're now actually. I'm going to call these the. This is the sub tier. This is the Mary Jane's tier. This is the those really gummy peanut butter candies that come just. Oh, uh, that's <laughs> yeah. the two words that should never yeah. be together. You try to peel the wax paper off, and more of the paper sticks to the candy, and then than you wanted to. I have no <laughs> idea what you're talking. About. Are you serious? Can right we now? just say it to you, please? <laughs> the number, Minnesota Vikings number 24 oh we did that backwards I'm Patrick Holt got it right it's the smarties tier this is the smarties tier those are the grossest candies they used to have those out when I was in school like is this supposed to be a reward or is it a punishment did I do something, did I do something right are, or something wrong those are delicious those are my favorites this is like giving a dog a pill that's got a little sweet flavoring on the outside like <laughs> is, am I being a good boy or a bad boy <laughs> I got nothing. Not a fan of sour things, huh? Well, Smarties aren't sour. They're yeah, chalk. They no, they're it's, not. It's a slightly flavored chalk, nah. which I was more of a crayon guy myself, so I just didn't. <laughs> you were into the Tootsie Rolls. I get it. it, okay. it you know, it's... at least if you listen to our social media comments. Let's go with uh, the Minnesota Vikings here at number 24. You're Without a quarterback, you're listless. Yeah. You have t- 
two hours and 27 minutes to figure out something at quarterback. Yeah. Because Jaron Hall ain't going to be it. No. Sean Mannion yeah. ain't going to be yeah, it. You're just going to pick up and do this again with Kirk Cousins next year. I'll reread the writing on the wall. I I don't know. It depends on how badly it goes. Mm-hmm. When with Jaron Hall, it could go. It could go horrifically badly. Right. Because I don't think you're getting the guy, right? There's not a guy on that roster that's going to step up and be like, yeah, this guy's our future. Feel like you're stuck. Number 23. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah. You, do you Happy get to be it in now? The smarties tier. Do, do you get it? Do you get it with, with Todd Bowles yet? What's that? He's going to win when you want him to lose, and he's going to lose when you want him to win. Nope. He's it's doing well. what he does. He's doing well right now. You just keep losing, Todd. You just keep doing you. Because I'm okay with where this is at right now. Like, let's just keep doing this. I mean, you should be selling right now, Jason Light, and you're not, which is just further proving to me that we need to end this era of Tampa Bay Buccaneers football. Well, it's also what happens when you've got a a, a regime that will all get fired if you don't make the playoffs. Mm -hmm. Of course, they're not going to sell. That's what you have to remember. This is still these guys' jobs. They know, hey, a sell-up, I could trade for draft picks, and let somebody else make them, mm-hmm. that would be like, uh, you know, you find out you're going to die, and then you go buy a really expensive car and go, here, you drive it. Uh, why would I do that? I'm going out a very different way, and it entails me being in Las Vegas, Nevada. Yeah, I I disagree, uh, I because to me, Jason could survive this. I disagree with you. Todd cannot. You, if this ends GM badly, can survive. If this ends as badly as I think it's going to end, nobody survives you knew what you were getting into with the with the tom brady move Mm -hmm. we all planned for this you can to me i think you could you could put this off and jason could stick around if he makes moves to change this team now the problem is he's not going to do it and he's going to go down with the ship they're not good they never have been good and i've been trying to scream that since the beginning of the season uh number 22 the Indianapolis Colts. What are you chuckling about? You'll figure it out soon oh enough. Gosh, let me go to the chat. The Indianapolis Colts. Look, they're fine. They will have good games. They will have bad games. But they're so inconsistent. I mean, Gardner Minshew is not a bad quarterback. But then you're going to have games where it's like, ah, what, what, what was that exactly? Mm-hmm. And they were competitive with the Saints. They'll be competitive with everybody. And that's really all you want. The Indianapolis Colts are in that stage of, hey, we figured out. We hit on Josh Downs. Michael Pittman's a dude. Alec Pierce has been fine. We got a lot of stuff here to be really happy about. We got we already have a quarterback. And this is a great draft class to not have one real specific need. Because I can just go get a dog in the top ten. Yeah, do that. Mm-hmm. Finish 5-12. and 12, Be real happy with what you found and be good next year. Are they going to finish five and twelve though, or are they going to win too many They're games? They're going to win too many games and of finish they are. and and end up picking twelfth. Mm-hmm. Of course they are, because there is talent still on this team, and they're they're finding a way here. And I feel like this early, I'm going to say that uh, the the Colts chose best in the Philadelphia assistance, um, but it's real close. Because I think both Shane Steichen and Jonathan Gannon have pretty bright futures as head coaches 
At least, too. At least if the, the first year. Too. Yeah, at least if the first year is any. But do you agree with me when I say that? I Because right now I feel like Shane Steichen and the Indianapolis Colts are about a half a step above or maybe a full step above where the Arizona Cardinals are right now with Jonathan Gannon. I feel like they're a step above a lot of people. If if I was doing a ranking of – if I did a power ranking of your projection for the next five years, the Indianapolis Colts are probably in the top ten. Because mm-hmm. you got you got a lot of stuff to be real happy about, and you I think you've hit the coach. You think you've hit the quarterback. I didn't see enough to definitively know. I didn't love him coming out, but everybody yeah, but- in that building swears that we're – no doubt, full steam ahead. We're we're saving him from himself this year. Let him get the uh, the sideline reps, and we'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Okay, let him get stronger. You're in the room with him. I'm mm-hmm. not. Yeah, let him get stronger. Of the things that you saw from him early in the season, though, despite the fact that he left the three games that he was in with injuries, uh, you, you still had to feel pretty good about the ability. And so, yeah, I mean, I think you have every right to feel like you've got the guy in the building. He's the number four pick. What now? <laughs> That's great. Good night. Oh, this is what happens when you give a 12-year-old a whole bunch of buttons. Uh-huh. Uh, let's go to number 21. The Houston Texans. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything un- I just said about Indianapolis, yeah. it goes for you as well. The only difference is you don't have a first-round pick. Mm-hmm. And I feel a little better about your quarterback. But after this week, I, I think it's safe to say you should stop treating this like I always hate. And we do this quite often of a guy goes to, he comes into a slightly better situation which CJ Stroud's in a better situation than Bryce Young is. And all of a sudden, Oh, you missed on the pick. Your whole front office is stupid. Or maybe calm down. Just a, just a smidge. Mm-hmm. No, just a smidge. You said earlier in the week that you felt like tape was out on C.J. Stroud here. No, I said tape was out on Jordan Love. I said the tape is coming out on C.J. Stroud, and you're going to start seeing this. Now, I think he's far more talented than Jordan Love, so that's really where you start to see what is a guy. I, that's always, I've always called that my sophomore slump theory because that's when people start saying this is, oh, it's second year, and, and they fixate on playing more games. And No, it's I've seen you. When I see you do something repeatedly, I know what you can do. I know what you can't do. Mm-hmm. The question is, can you push past that? See, and I got a lot of flack for some things I said about Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence hit that spot and then didn't progress past it for like a year. And then basically the minute I said that, he went, hey, cool, watch this. Watch what I can do. And and that's fine. That's what I want to see a high-level quarterback do. Take some guys longer than others. Yeah. But I won't be shocked if the second half of this season – I mean, C.J. Stroud, is he's thrown nine touchdowns, one interception. That stat line's not going to look as pretty at the end of this year. It's just not. Mm-hmm. It's not a sustainable metric, especially for a quarterback that's going to be behind a considerable amount. Right. He's good. You got your coach. You got your quarterback. And you're going to have to figure out some of the other pieces. And I like some of your receivers, too. Yep. You're in the sportsocracy, and this is ESPN Asheville. Week 9 Power Rankings. We will be right back.
If cleanliness is next to godliness, look around the car right now. Is that very godly? Look, life comes at you fast, but so does WNC Auto Detailing. They have the tools to make your interior look like it's coming off the showroom floor. You don't believe me? Check them out on Instagram. All that filth and years of stains disappear. WNC Auto Detailing does full interior and exterior details with paint correction, and they do wax and ceramic coatings. Call WNC Auto Detailing at 455-3700. Premium care with a Southern Hospitality Touch. Running a small business is no small task. At Home Trust Bank, we work hard to prepare businesses for whatever tomorrow may bring. Your dreams are our business, and we have local experts who can help you plan for a successful future. Dependable guidance you need and service you'll appreciate. At Home Trust Bank, we take your small business banking personally. Visit your local Home Trust branch or anytime at htb.com. Member FDIC. The best season of the year is here. Tailgate season. Monster Brewing presents this season's MVP. The Beast Unleashed. With four bold, familiar flavors. With zero caffeine and zero sugar. Beast Unleashed is your new pregame ritual. With white haze, mean green, peach perfect, and scary berries, there's a flavor for every fan. The Beast Unleashed. 6% alcohol by volume. Unleashed responsibly. Must be 21 or over. Beast Unleashed. Available at your local retailer. The Sportsocracy. Why are you smiling? Because I love football. Back in the Sportsocracy on ESPN Asheville, it is Halloween. Happy Halloween to all. Everybody be safe tonight if you're going out, going out to to a, an adult party, or if you're taking the kids trick-or-treating, do all of the things, make sure that they're safe, give them flashlights. I, I, I was reminiscing this morning. I'm just I'm upset because I don't get to take the kids trick-or-treating anymore. They're 12 now, and now it's just, go you go do your thing and and daddy no longer is needed to hold their hands i feel i feel useless uh well maybe this might feel better we have a trade all right Who the got trade? minnesota vikings are trading for josh dobbs yeah, there you I go. I now understand why Josh Dobbs will not be the starter of the Arizona Cardinals. Okay. Because he's going to be the starter of the Minnesota Vikings. Okay. Now, see, that's that's a move that can keep you competitive, I guess. I mean, you're not Does running it, you're though? not with the you're not running for the division or anything, but I mean, at least you get something, right? You get something out of Justin Jefferson and Jordan Addison, you don't hinder their development by putting them in there with Sean Mannion. <laughs> well, I mean, this is certainly better than this is better than Sean Mannion or Jaron Hall, no doubt. Uh, I it doesn't really change the outlook to me. Mm-mm. I but like I Hubert think- Queen said I would have preferred him to trade for Ryan Tannehill. Both run into kind of the same problem of you're going to have to learn the playbook very much on the fly, mm-hmm. but. I, it's fine. I would say that takes Minnesota. You're probably the nine in the NFC. If a couple teams flounder, you might sneak into the back of the playoffs. Yeah, but maybe it just it, it's a move you had to make because you didn't really have a guy on the roster that could be 
the actual starter. Right. So, our second trade of the day. I figured they'd make a move like this, something like this, like a Jamison, a Jameis Winston or Josh Dobbs makes perfect sense. Yeah, I, I do love social media because that Jameis Winston thing trended. I sent one text and got laughing faces back of, no, they're not doing that. <laughs> and now that I see that it's Josh Dobbs, I understand why I got that. Yeah. Because this is the safest of safe quarterbacks. Mm -hmm. And Jameis Winston is the guy that's going to come out for eight games and try to prove, hey, Sling I can it. still be a starter. Yeah. That's not what they're after. Mm -hmm. They want somebody to just hold hold serve. Yes. You keep our receivers from falling back too much. And I, I mean, I've... I feel I felt like after the injury, that was pretty much a foregone conclusion that Kirk was going to be back next year. But maybe I'm speaking too soon. I I'm not going to lie to you. I don't know. Uh, let's go back to the power rankings here. Week nine power rankings. No, we are in the uh, now. Are we there? Are we to the Kit Kat phase? Yes. Okay, we're now in the Kit Kat phase. Uh, <laughs> as uh, number twenty. The Atlanta Falcons. Okay, this is uh, second tier, or I guess the third tier here. We're finally getting into, the, getting into some teams that have some buzz going down the rest of the season. You got Taylor Heineken taking over at quarterback now, hopefully. Is that the story? Or is that is that has that been the Taylor Heineken, he is our guy moving forward now? Have we heard that from Arthur Smith? I haven't. But I cannot imagine you're going back to Desmond Ritter. You did what you had to do, and now you're going to get Taylor Heineke first team reps. And I, to me, this division's a two horse race. It's the Falcons and the Saints, mm -hmm. and that's what I've said the whole time. With Taylor Heineke, you can win the division. With Desmond Ritter, you can't. Yep. I'll say the same thing about Desmond Ritter that I said about Jordan Love. Starting quarterbacks in the NFL are a lot like what Nancy Reagan said about pornography. I can't really tell you what it is, but I know it when I see it. Mm -hmm. And I haven't seen it out of either one of them. Well, Desmond Ritter was just turning the ball to over too much for the Atlanta Falcons. And um, they have made a move before the deadline here. They went out and got Contavious Street from the Philadelphia Eagles for a sixth-round pick. So at least I guess that fills the gap left by Grady Jarrett, who tore his ACL. So you're trying to you're trying to patch this defensive line here because you do have a legitimate shot at making a postseason run here. Uh, yeah. The, look, the Falcons to me are a good team, but you needed a stable force at, at quarterback, and, and I think Taylor Heineke can be that. Mm -hmm. Whoa, sorry, football fossil with I'm your huckleberry. one of those. Said he much prefers our power rankings over PFFs. Weirdly, their rankings get worse as the weeks roll by. More data makes them less reliable. <laughs> I can't argue with anything you just said. PFF is owned by Chris Collinsworth. And now that's the thing you know. Mm-hmm. If you didn't already. I don't know that I ever knew that. I'm sure you probably told me at some point. I, I use their metrics me. with a grain of salt. Right. Look, the way we do power rankings is real simple. If you played on a neutral field, who wins? Mm-hmm. It cuts through a lot of nonsense that way. Yes. Yes. So Atlanta Falcons at number 20. How about number 19? The Los Angeles Rams. Are we sure that they'd beat the Falcons head to head? No. Right now? Okay. All right. I'm just wanting to know if I was the only one feeling that that's, that's a lot. That's real close between these two. Uh, honestly, the reason I put the Rams in front of the Falcons is because I'm not a hundred percent sure they won't go back to Desmond Ritter. 
Okay. Atlanta's kind of like that, uh, like that friend we've all had that had the spouse that cheated on him. Like, okay, we're you're done now, right? Been sleeping on my couch for two weeks. Mm-hmm. We're, we're moving on, right? Yep. And then you see them back together and go, oh, shit. Now, once again, you've got a quarterback dealing with an injury. Matthew Stafford last year, it was the what the head and neck that kept him out most of the season. Uh, now it's, I mean, it's just a thumb injury, but I mean, that's still a big deal for a quarterback. Just, uh, just to be able to use the thumb, right, to grip the ball and toss it and such. He's day-to-day right now with the sprain. Um, but I mean, it, it, it's clear when your stars aren't playing out of their minds this team's not going to be worth anything you're not going to be the dallas cowboys you're not even going to beat the steelers at this point unless everybody is hitting on all cylinders and you just can't expect that from a team that doesn't have this much that doesn't have much talent you have pieces but you are not a contender in your division and no, you've got I feel like, you've got two really high level receivers. You just you're, you're at a talent deficiency. Mm-hmm. That's what I've said about the Rams. You're coached pretty well, but you just don't have the you don't have the horses. I'd say they're. This is really what happens. Well. This is what happens when you say falafel them picks for all these years. As you get to this point, and you're having to trot out all these young guys, and you don't have an, a, another alternative. You're having to go trial by fire, and so that forty three to twenty, that's not going to be the last time that happens. Mm-hmm. But you will also beat teams that you probably shouldn't. Yeah, Los Angeles. I believe like I, I believe that they are really well coached. Um, I and speak- I believe with you when you add a couple of pieces, a couple of new young guys, this is going to be a multi-year build. No which doubt. Is, which is what confuses me about the state that you're in right now with Aaron Donald making so much and Cooper Cup making so much and Matthew Stafford making so much. Like these guys are not. They're not rebuild pieces. Well, the Rams had a plan. The plan got uh, the apple cart got turned over last year, and now they're just doing it on the fly. The mm-hmm. good thing is that you have a front office that drafts pretty well, so you're going to hit on some of these guys, and you're using this as a year to figure out which yep. ones you hit on. Yep. Number eighteen. Speaking of teams that are well coached, the Tennessee Titans. You got a guy in Will Levis, I think. I know one game yeah. is, is, Mike, is is Mike, is a lot, buddy. Vrabel, buddy. Um, don't give me this Ryan Tannehill would, will, will play if he's healthy. If that's true, you are out of your mind. If you just saw what you just saw out of Will Levis and go, yeah, we're going back to Ryan Tannehill, you're smoking crimes. Now, could he come out on Thursday night football, give you a big old grumper, and then you go back to Ryan Tannehill? Ah, that's possible. Yep. But if you sit Will Levis down right now, there might be a mutiny in that stadium. And there should be. Mm-hmm. I feel like there would be in the locker room as well. Oh, DeAndre I mean, we Hopkins could, would be irate. I, I I mean, you caught some you caught some lightning in a bottle last week. Let's let's do this right. Let's let's continue down this path. Let's keep it going. See what we have. This could be the moment, you know, where Will Levis comes in and never looks back, like Ryan Tannehill did against you know when uh, Marcus Mariota was the quarterback. Right, Marcus was the starter. Ryan was the backup. They brought Ryan in, and what happened? Immediately, they turned into one of the most most efficient offenses in the NFL. Mm-hmm. And so you couldn't go back. Will Levis and can now you hit. need to do this with Will. Will Levis makes this offense run because he's got such a big arm, mm-hmm. and he just showed I can absolutely eviscerate you deep if you allow me to. That opens up run lanes for Derrick Henry. It makes the whole offense work. It makes no sense to go back to Ryan Tannehill. Nope, none. 
Nope. Physically, zero sense. But like I said, if you get a bad game or two out of Will Levis, then potentially. But I know what that is. I don't know exactly what Will Levis is, and I want to find out. Hey, hopefully maybe you can get a draft pick out of Ryan Tannehill before the deadline comes up this Not afternoon. likely. The The one team that felt like they were going to do that was Minnesota. Ah. They've already gone Josh Dobbs. Yeah, yeah. Ah, it's unfortunate. Number 17. The Pittsburgh Steelers. This is the you most, live here. This is yeah. This is the most milk toast team in the history of the NFL. You live here. This mm-hmm. is what you do. You've lived in this spot for what feels like the better part of the last three years, and that's that's fine. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Problem is, you're not winning divisions that way. Problem no. is, you're not a championship caliber program like you want to think that you are. No, because you missed on the quarterback. No lies. When, when you took Kenny Pickett, I told you exactly what he was. Mm-hmm. I haven't been wrong for five seconds. He's a really good version of Colt McCoy. Mm-hmm. And, and with the weapons, you can beat bad teams. With the defense, you can beat good teams from time to time. You're just inconsistent. And from time to time, you're going to get bullied. <clears throat> Excuse me. Right. Bullied by somebody like the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah. Which is exactly what happened on Sunday. Right. They come in, uh, what, they're 4-3 and three now after the loss to the Jaguars. Worst 4-3 team in the league. Um, but they've got an opportunity to win some games down the stretch here. They do. Nothing to, nothing to win you a division, but it's enough to be that 9-8 and eight team, that close to 10-7. and seven. Maybe we got an outside shot of the playoffs three weeks down the stretch. Well, we went out, then we can do it. The Pittsburgh Steelers live in that we draft from 15 to 22. You're never really a threat to the Super Bowl. You're never a threat really to the top 10. To me, that is the most miserable place to live. Now, this is coming from a guy whose team hadn't seen the playoffs in three presidential terms and one baby that could say a good number of words. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's better your way than mine, but I, I just I, I don't see it. I don't get it. Right. And in the AFC, as loaded as it is, I don't see a way that you find yourself in really the hunt. You'll be on the screen. Mm-hmm. I don't think you're really a threat to the playoffs. Okay. All right. That's that's fair. All right. Well, that's the bottom half of the NFL. We'll give you the top half coming up in the next hour. Top of the hour coming up in just a few moments. We've got, of course, uh, Jeremy's parlay of the night, his second set of bangers coming up for the matching it's going to be it's it's going to be it's a night that feels right yeah it feels right it's getting cooler outside we got matching we got a a creed tour that i've already you know reached out to make sure i could secure my tickets man it helps when you know somebody (laughs) if you know you know (laughs) oh he's so excited oh yeah there was one specific band on that ticket that i went oh i know a guy I know a guy in that. Hey, I need, I need, we need to talk. <laughs> sure. There'll be tens of people show up for the creed. It'll sell out. Nothing. It will sell it. No, a hundred percent. They're coming to Simpsonville. I know a guy that works down there. I'll tell you how quick it sells out. Yeah. Wow. It will sell out. It will I have shock no me. doubt. That will shock me if it sells out. <laughs> Creed at this point is almost like a it's almost like an indie movie 
It's like the, they're like the Sharknado of bands. Is it good to us? Yes, but it has like a cult following. And trust me, we're here. We are the we are the Creed listeners of the world. If Blink One Eighty Two is still selling out concerts, then I guess Creed can as well. Because who Blink One Eighty Two? Because I would a hundred percent be front and center for Creed. I would camp out for Creed tickets if it was a choice between going to Creed and Blink One Eighty Two. Especially when you find out how much the tickets are. Gross. Oh, Kelvin Joyner has a. We got daily draft ideas going all over the place. No good. So. We've got two of these. I gotta get back to the button. I got too many buttons. Now. I'm your huckleberry. Uh, Jason Trump wants the the worst Halloween candy draft. Kelvin Joyner wants scary movie villain draft. I think the latter is is the better of the. We've done a lot of candy drafts. We have. We've yeah. never done a best villain scary movie draft. Okay. I think that's the right call. That's it. We like it. The villain draft. But I mean, Set. we got a minute here. Worst Halloween candies. Uh, candy corn, candy corn, candy corn. Mm. Peeps, awful. Um, Tootsie <laughs> rolls, don't get, don't be that guy. Smarties, horrid. Mm-hmm. Um, her, regular Hershey's. Who eats that? Who eats a regular Hershey's? Put oh, put know. good things in it. Cookies and cream, lovely. The mm-hmm. chocolate's fine, mm-hmm. but I need a peanut or or something like that. Don't give me the 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 just plain chocolate bar. Suckers, any suckers, worst candy. Yeah, pretty awful. Yeah, don't give pretty me awful. dum dums. Don't give me. I mean, blow pops I can deal with, but the tootsie pops, like I don't, I don't even eat the tootsie rolls. I'm not. No, the tootsie pop never made sense to me. Yeah, the tootsie, hey, I've the got flavored a sucker tootsie and the rolls. worst tootsie roll in the history of creation. That's it. To me, worst candy ever: vanilla tootsie rolls. What is your purpose in life? I don't really know the answer. They're to that. disgusting. Hey, here's an idea: just go to your local candy aisle, find the orange package that has Reese's peanut butter blank. I don't care if it's pumpkins. I don't care if it's turkeys. I don't care if it's horse hooves and chicken beaks. If it's made by Reese's and it has that peanut butter in it, it's delicious and I want it. Jeremy's parlay of the night is up next. Hang with us here on ESPN Asheville. I believe real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa Hyatt-Zach with EXP Realty, serving all of Western North Carolina. Navigating the home buying and selling journey can feel overwhelming at times, and that's why having an agent who cares about you and your needs is key. I'm a native of Western North Carolina, and I close over a home a week. I'm an expert in the market, pricing my sellers correctly to net you the most money, and working as a skilled negotiator for my buyers. Please give me a call today at 828-774-6343 to set up a complimentary market analysis. The season we've all been waiting for is here. No, not that one. The season of the Big Orange Tent is underway in Western North Carolina. The area's largest selection of Halloween costumes, decorations, and accessories is at the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. Halloween Express is your one-stop shop for adult and child costumes, superheroes, horror icons, inflatable suits. You can find it all under the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. 10 to 8 Monday through Saturday, 12 to 6 on Sundays. At Ingalls, we're proud to sponsor area athletics at all levels. Whether we're building new fields for t-ball, 
celebrating Friday night rivals, televising college basketball games, bringing the fan fest to semi-pro soccer, or taking you out to the ball game at your minor league park. We're here for the fans. No one gets the dedication to the home team like you guys. And we've got all the sports you can handle. It's all in the bag. Ingles. Low prices. Love the savings. Time for a Maxion Tuesday. I gave you Northern Illinois minus the five and a half and Buffalo plus the 15 in the first hour. Now, let's extend those out into a couple same game parlays. Northern Illinois, I'm taking them minus the five and a half. Under 45 and a half. I think this game is going to be an absolute slugfest. A lot of running. And that leads me to the third leg of this. Ontario Brown, alternate rushing yards over 60. The line's 75 and a half. I'm not sure I can get that high, but at 60, I feel like it's a safe floor for the leading rusher in this game. I think he scores a touchdown, but I'm not confident enough for any time touchdown score. That leads Northern Illinois and Central Michigan to plus 495. Moving to Buffalo, Toledo. I already gave you Buffalo plus the 15. I'm going under the 50. Under 193 and a half passing yards for Cole Snyder. Toledo is really good in the secondary. Couple guys that will probably be playing on Sundays. Cole Snyder's lines are notoriously high because Buffalo loves to throw it. They won't be able to do it tonight. That takes Buffalo Toledo to plus 465. Add those into one single game parlay. Pays at plus 32.32. That turns a $5 wager like mine into $166.60 if I'm right. Take those wagers to betus.com. Use our promo code sportsocracy to get 125% deposit match and up to 30 risk-free bets so you can wager football with us all season long. The Sportsocracy. It fires me up, man. I love it. Say it one more time. The Sportsocracy. Shake it back! Beer City's best sports talk. It is gross. Just earlier. They are mature, actually. You just have to get to know them better. Your lunchtime dose of dumbassery. Live from the Ingle Studio. Back in the sportsocracy on ESPN Asheville. Happy Halloween. Once again, if you're going out tonight, please be careful. Do not drink and drive. Uh, watch for the kiddies as they are going to be out and about in the neighborhoods doing their trick-or-treating. All of the things. Jeremy's already done his frivolities for Halloween, so he's just going to be the ogre who sits eh, in his room. I might have more frivolities. Oh, good. This is my last night before I have to get uh, back on the on the on the big boy diet. So you so. want to get uh, one more use out of that Batman costume? Is that? Oh no, I'm not. There's no shot of me putting on a costume. There is a great shot of me uh, having <laughs> as many beers as I physically can have. All right, because uh, I can't do that on the diet. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, daily draft, top of the third hour of the program. It is Halloween, so today Halloween themed daily draft. We were asked in the chat to do the best villains from horror movies. Scary movies. What's the difference? You'll see. We'll see. <laughs> What's the difference between a scary movie and a horror movie? I, I played win. This one out. I played win. Uh-huh. All right. He plays to win. Good for you. Uh, you won the Daily Draft yesterday because you got Will Levis and Oregon. Yes. I took an emotional shot at Oklahoma, so I gave myself the L. Mm-hmm. Now... There's a little strategery in that mm -hmm. because, yes, I did lose, which means, yes, you should have the number one pick. Mm -hmm. 
I also don't think you and I would have the same number one. Okay. So I think I can get my one and two going back to back like this. Okay. Um, and I if you say the one that I want. I'm going to say bad words. Well, I am. I am going to go with a character from a scary movie or a horror movie. I feel like they're one and the same. Uh, because when do you watch scary movies? But around Halloween, right? And uh, it doesn't have to be. Hey, this movie takes place at Halloween to be a Halloween movie. To me, the one of the scariest characters in all of cinematic history comes from the great movie Silence of the Lambs. You n- no <laughs> no oh you is that the oh. one? Damn the devil to hell! No oh shoot! Oh shoot! Were you gonna take I, Hannibal Lecter number one? one? That's not the one I was talking about. But I thought I could get him later on. Hannibal Lecter was awesome. That's my favorite movie ever. Hannibal Lecter, uh, Anthony Anthony Hopkins as Hannibal Lecter is one of the scariest things on the planet. And so, yeah, you put that little half hockey mask on anybody, slick their hair back, and you got a you got a go to Halloween costume right there. You still hear the screaming of the lambs, Clarice? That's that's you know what you that was awesome. (laughs) I, I almost I'm proud of you. I, I really am. I'm proud of you. Yeah. Uh, because I, I thought you were going to take one of the really obvious ones. You, th- you thought I was going Hannibal with... Hannibal uh, Lecter is why I kept saying scary movies, uh, not horror movies. Because uh, that's not a horror movie. Yeah. I mean, it's more suspense than anything, I guess. But, but yeah, I mean, it qualifies to me. Okay. That is... You went totally off the board. That is not how I thought this was going to go. But, and it still made me angry. So that's that's <laughs> conducive. Yeah. Uh my number one pick, and this is as much how much the character creeped me out when I was a kid. Movies have never really scared me. This one legit creeped me out because the story was so well written. It's Freddy Krueger. Good for you. That is the to me, that is the best villain in all of horror movies because it was such a premise. You get the slasher movies and oh, they're at camp and oh, it was a kid that was picked on and oh, he hangs out at the lake. Freddy Krueger's in your dreams. Everybody dreams. Everybody goes to sleep. It was was awesome. And you had the same dude that played that character forever. Yes. Robert England? Robert England. Uh, He was number two on my list. That's that's, tracking. For me, that was my no doubt one. Hannibal Lecter was my three. And I'm not going to lie, I put him at three because I didn't think I had to take him that high. Yeah. And I am, you, good for you. <laughs> that is, this is how a team feels when they think they have a fourth round value and they get sniped in the second round and you just go, no, I wasn't going to do that, but good for you. I'm mm. going to regret that I didn't get that. Freddy Krueger is awesome. And yes, it's the fact that he can, uh, he can transition oh, through yeah. your dreams and you know, suck your face off. That's still one of the most terrifying scenes I've ever seen in a movie, where the girl is in her desk at school and she falls asleep, and then he sucks the life out of her, and her body just shrivels. Ugh. Yeah, brutal. Love it, Freddy Krueger. Good job. Okay, so I can't give you back-to-back picks mm-hmm. with the two obvious ones on the board because i can't let you go michael myers jason Voorhees back to back correct so i have to pick one of them Mm -hmm. and to me one of them is markedly better than the other Mm -hmm. 
I was trying to. I was really trying to gauge your face there. <laughs> Try not to give it away because there's one of these that I want way more than the other one. I I'm begrudgingly take the other one. I am going to take. God, now you you're in my head so deep right now. It's. <laughs> I'm gonna take Michael Myers. No. That was the one that I wanted. I'm going to take Michael Myers. Dang it. In all reality. I considered him at one. In all reality, they're the same character. Do you know what the tiebreaker was for me? What is it? Do you know how they made the mask for Michael Myers? Yes. The William Shatner mask. It's a William Shatner mask that they spray painted. Mm -hmm. That was the tiebreaker. Because to me, they're both so iconic and they're both slashers. So it's a, it's a very niche kind of they're almost the same movie with just little nuance differences absolutely that's always been the biggest nuance difference to me mm -hmm. is that i watch and i cannot stand jamie lee curtis but just throwing that out there uh at the other tiebreaker was michael myers was not in jason x which is without a doubt the worst movie that's ever been made in the history of movies and i've seen all three sharknados yes so he molded with the ship mm -hmm. it was genuinely got off <laughs> well i am i am so upset that you did not leave me michael myers because he is probably i mean he, he of of all the mount rushmore guys freddie give him his due but michael myers is next in line for me uh i love all those movies i love the remakes the the rob zombie remakes that he did were fantastic all of the older ones, I felt like were were pretty good. The ones that came out recently, Halloween Kills and Halloween Ends, were both pretty good movies. So I'm upset. I've never been a huge Jason fan, but he is he is on the Mount Rushmore, right? Oh, Anybody no who has ten plus movies about them, you gotta give the franchise credit. And this was the first. He he was the first. Uh, uh, Halloween icon that my kids ever fell in love with. I, I, I never let them watch any of the movies, but they loved the hockey mask thing. I was low-key really nervous that you were going to take Freddy Krueger at one mm -hmm. and leave me Michael Myers and Jason Voorhees because there was no way I couldn't take the two of them. Yeah. But I didn't want to. Yeah. I wanted one or the other. I didn't really... I'm not going to say I didn't care which one. I preferred Michael Myers, but mm -hmm. it was super close. Mm -hmm. Um... All right, so you forced me into that one. Oh, I've got secret time. I didn't want to say this before the draft started. I hate movies. I love scary movies, and I've seen all of them. All right, number three selection for me after going Hannibal Lecter, Jason Voorhees, and then what might be the scariest of all of them, but doesn't quite get the pub that freddie or jason or michael does but you ask people to a man or to a woman and i will guarantee you that there's a larger number of people that are afraid of this villain of a of a uh, horror movie than any other and it is pennywise the clown because whether it's the original stephen king made for tv miniseries with tim curry or whether it's Stellan Skarsgård in the new awesome just double feature. You want your boot? Oh, so good, so good. The Pennywise laugh, the is, laugh of the new Pennywise is mm -hmm. phenomenal. It is just what 
dreams and nightmares are made of. And I felt like they that's both a, did hell of a job. With that's that a formidable role. pick. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie to you. I mean, it's pick. hard to make a TV movie from the 1980s slash 90s because that was like nine, early 90s, maybe 89 ish. It's hard to make one of those TV movies and make it scary. And Tim Curry did that with that role. So Pennywise the Clown, third selection. That's a good one. I. It definitely had to be really, really high. What are you, a cop? <laughs> oh, that wasn't high an accusation. I apologize. High on the list. I ah, gotcha. Okay, I'm going to take one that I'm not going to lie to you. I didn't always love the movies, but I love the premise of this one was based on an actual person, mm-hmm. loosely. Mm-hmm. I'm going Leatherface from Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Okay. Chainsaws have always freaked me out anyway. Mm-hmm. And you add that into the all of the things that had actually really happened that they put into the character, and it's just creepy. I never thought the movies were done all that well. But it's such a good premise, and I feel like a really good director could come through and make one of those just phenomenal. Mm-hmm. They got so cartoony after they did so many of them. I love Leatherface. Yeah. Now I'm going to take one that's a little off the board, but you're enough of a movie nerd that I'm not sure this is going to come back to me. Okay. And if it doesn't, I'm going to be really, really angry. And I'm going to tell you, this is the only one, this is the only movie that ever legit freaked me out. Mm-hmm. Candyman. Nice. Nice. Candyman freaked me out, mm-hmm. and it did forever. Yep, that's the only movie that's ever been in my house that I went. I'm not gonna. Mm-mm. I'm not. Nope. It. T- I was probably in my twenties before I could watch that again, and I probably watched it twenty times since. Yeah, I was probably in my twenties before I could be in a dark bathroom with a mirror again. Oh, uh, <laughs> it was such a good. Oh, movie. Have you seen the remake? I have not. The remake was. I'm not um, gonna lie that. I didn't know there was a remake, to be really honest yeah. with you. And there is a better than zero chance that that's what I do tonight. You should. Yeah, I, I highly recommend it. It To me, it's not as good, but maybe it's because I'm just nostalgic for the Candyman that came out in 1993. That was one of the first R-rated scary movies that I was, I guess, brave enough to to watch by myself oh that movie was so good 13 year old or however old i was i heard lavar errington they were talking about something loosely like this on on uh, their show this morning mm-hmm. and i heard him mention the candy man and i went oh i'm finding a way to get that into the that's show a good one that's a very good one um that's the most underrated horror movie yeah and i don't know that it's all that close that one never gets the love and it deserves it it's a bold take by you and i like it I told you, horror movies, this is the one genre of movies that I am every bit the titan that you are. Mm -hmm. Okay, um, next pick, I'm going with the Jigsaw Killer, but I want the doll. I get the doll as well? You get the doll, you get the doll. Yes, yes, because him, he's not that scary as just a guy, but the doll is creepy as hell riding that little unicycle thing uh and you know that's just one of the scariest things i've ever 
I've ever thought of was ever since I saw that movie. What would that What would that be like? That's it's to wake so... up in the middle of a room somewhere and somebody gives you instructions on you either have to put yourself through the most pain you've ever felt in your entire life or die. Good luck to you. Let's see what happens. That is a frightening scenario to me. And the the, the movies they got crazy. I mean, I didn't make it to Saw Ten. But, but I've seen more of them than I'm proud of. I have as well. I think I watched uh, the first six religiously, and then after that, I kind of lost interest in the storyline. After they kept bringing him back time after time after time, I went, okay, you're not Mike Myers, right? You were dying of cancer. There's no way you're still alive. You were actually, you were gone. I saw you. Yeah, we saw you die. Uh, there were three when I took Candyman. Jigsaw was two. Mm-hmm. And... I was mentally prepared to lose one of them. I really hope I don't lose them both. Yeah. Um, well, last pick here, and great villain needs a great mask, and there's no greater mask than the ghost face mask. Oh, I'm so glad so you So it's the ghost face killer from Scream. I was never doing that. Because why? The movies are better than the killer is. No, I disagree. The movies are better than the, I disagree the, because anybody it, it, can it be was the killer. Too many, that's the point, is that it moved around too many times. That was the reason that I didn't mm. take Jigsaw, because you had too many people that were involved in it. I need you to be one static person, mm. especially when you got into the, what's the, Liev Schreiber, the one that we're, okay, like, shut up, okay? <laughs> Nobody is that angry at somebody they barely know. Cool it, all right? Wait, what are you talking about? He sent her to prison, or she sent him to prison. I, of course, he's going to be pissed about I, that. I, I think I'm, I think I'm crossing. Okay, the maybe you lines. are, because <laughs> Leah Schreibner was the one that they the, she sent to prison. Yeah, it, for her mom's murder. Anyway, ghost faces, and I, and I, I'd been in trouble. I, honestly, I'd have been in trouble if my kids had heard this and I didn't take ghost face because they're both ghost face for Christmas or for Halloween this year. I was about to say if they're ghost face for Christmas, 100%. I think we need to discuss your oh, parenting. I'm gonna tell them to get that back out. We're doing we're doing this for Christmas as well. Costumes for Christmas. Let's, Let's go. go. <laughs> we're showing up at Nanny and Pete Pops in costumes. <laughs> get out the fake blood and the razor blades. Getting my leather face mask out. I am so glad you did that because. Uh, I told you there were three, and I really wanted to have two. Candyman was the one I was not going to not have. Uh, Chucky is the one I'm going to take right here because that was such a brilliant – it was so brilliantly written, and I was a kid. When when the Chucky movies are coming out, I'm a little kid. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I didn't necessarily play with dolls, but I had, like, G.I. Joes that I was afraid were going to come to life. (laughs) Because I'm not going to lie, I saw a Chucky movie, not because my parents did anything wrong. Mm Mm-hmm. I saw a Chucky movie way too late at night one time, and yep, it didn't 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 do much for little Jeremy. It's probably yep. why he is the way he is. Yep, such such a good premise of uh, of of movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, we uh, have to take an undrafted free agent. Okay, undrafted free agent, and I think we should go back to the way we originally did this. We uh, say him at the same time. We all just say him at the same time. Or we both say this is not a third. Yeah, all of us, here. just all of us in all this of room. us at the same time. That's we, right. We all get to say it at the same time. Um, okay. Three, two, one. Demon Norman from Bates. the Exorcist. Nice. There you go. I got Norman Bates, and you got the Exorcist. I demon? got the Demon from the Exorcist. 
All right. Four yeah, you want to know list. how screwed up my brain is? Uh, little uh, young Jeremy, Exorcist was also one of the first horror movies I ever saw. And I had a low key cut crush on Linda Blair for like, God, I was probably 20 something years old before that stopped. Right. And I'm pretty sure she's old enough to be my grandmother. Yeah. Uh, going back into the uh, chat here to get some of the uh, other suggestions of uh, vi- best villains in horror movies. Let's see. We've got Ed Ginn. Uh, that would be the impetus of Leatherface. Um, we have Pinhead. Never was a Pinhead guy. That one didn't do much. That was too sci-fi for me. Mm-hmm. I don't really do sci I need this to be reasonably realistic. Yes, I do see the irony that I took Freddy Krueger to start. I get it. <laughs> I need it to Magically be Magically inconsistent. I understand. Didn't say it made sense. Just it's where my brain I just, I just never got into the seventh level of hell stuff. Uh, the one that I saw in the chat was the tall man. Yeah, I don't know if, what that is. Uh, it's, the story is excellent. I did not love the movie. That's one of those stories that I feel like could be told way better than it was. Mm-hmm. I'm not even. I don't know, I'm not even sure what that is. Uh, Gary Coston says the Leprechaun, which that's you, one I you did like not bad see. movies. Uh, if I did not see that movie, if you're into into the Leprechaun, I didn't like the Leprechaun movies either. That was one of those that I I even saw as a child and I went, that's stupid. That's not real. Uh, yeah, we said, uh, I didn't see the leprechaun, so I can't comment on we that. We said Jigsaw, The Nun, I didn't Hubert see that Queen one says, uh, I think that's a newer movie. Um, have not seen that one yet myself, so. I'm not going to lie, I think that might be the, that might be the best draft we've ever done. Could possibly be. I think I'm going to put that one out on socials as uh, like our, our extra content for the day. Because that's the most even one we've ever had. Maybe we put it to a vote. I'll use that Instagram poll thing that I don't know how to use. Mm-hmm. Also could have gone Patrick Bateman on that one from American Psycho. Please tell me you've seen oh, that. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Christian Bale, oh, yeah, one of his finest roles. Uh, anyhow, we'll... Bill, uh, Bill Budacek said, what? No, we need the poo, blood, and honey. <laughs> <laughs> nice. They asked me to be the voice. <laughs> Hey, fat guy, could you be the voice of Winnie the Pooh? Because you you got a creepy Winnie. Mm-hmm. Yes, I do. Uh, also, a mention here for Annabelle, the little creepy girl doll. That looked creepier than it was. Mm-hmm. The, I will say, the people that put out the poster and all the, the imaging for that, you did a flawless job. I just was not nearly as freaked out by that movie as I thought I would be. No. You're in- I don't like dolls at all you're in the sportsocracy this is espn Asheville. we'll take a quick break and when we come back we will continue with the week nine power rankings in the nfl we're back counting down to kickoff let's look at today's three keys to premium pre-gaming with beast unleashed presented by monster brewing number one beat the heat unleash the beast with bold familiar flavors zero caffeine and zero sugar number two running the option there's four to choose from white haze peach perfect scary berries and my personal favorite mean green and number three at six percent abv max protect always drink responsibly and you must be 21 or over beast unleashed available at your local retailer At Ingalls, whether we're celebrating Friday Night Rivals, televising college basketball games, bringing the Fan Fest to semi-pro soccer, or taking you out to the ball game at your minor league park, it's all in the bag. Ingalls. Low prices. Love the savings. The season we've all been waiting for is here. 
No, not that one. The season of the Big Orange Tent is underway in Western North Carolina. The area's largest selection of Halloween costumes, decorations, and accessories is at the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. Halloween Express is your one-stop shop for adult and child costumes, superheroes, horror icons, inflatable suits. You can find it all under the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. 10 to 8 Monday through Saturday, 12 to 6 on Sundays. Warning. If you are 60 or older, RSV can be a dangerous respiratory virus. Not all dangers come with warning labels. Talk to your pharmacist or doctor about getting vaccinated against RSV today. Learn more at BewareOfRSV.com. This message is brought to you by Pfizer. Pain in your knees, shoulders, hip, or back that won't go away? Check out QC Kinetics for long-lasting relief. No surgery, drugs, or downtime. QC Kinetics, 828-333-9517. With locations in Asheville and Greenville. The Asheville Championship returns to Harris Cherokee Center in Asheville November 10th and 12th. This year's field is the best yet. The Clemson Tigers, Maryland Terrapins, Davidson Wildcats, and the Blazers of UAB. Four exciting matchups with a champion to be crowned at one of the premier early season tournaments in college basketball. For more information and to get your tickets, go to AshevilleChampionship.com. That's AshevilleChampionship.com. It all starts in Asheville November 10th and 12th. Proudly sponsored by Ingalls Markets. Why are you shaking your head? Nope. Why, no. Why are you shaking your head? Not a scary movie. Not Halloween. It, it's, it's a crap. Ghosts. It's ghosts. It's, it's what ghosts? It's what Halloween? It's crap. No. It's crap. No. Ghostbusters. No. Gro- Ghostbusters equals crap. How? I have never made it through more than 20 minutes one of those movies, and I've tried more than once. So weird. So weird. I mean, I get you never tried to watch it when you were a kid, I'm guessing. No. Explains everything. Uh, when I was a kid, I was haters and scary movies. Mm-hmm. Take still away the. Still can't enjoy the comedic stylings of Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd. No, the last time you told me to watch a Bill, a Bill Murray movie, you got me to watch Scrooge. And I don't know that I've been that angry in the last five years. It's one of the classic Christmas comedies. Crap. Yeah. No. You still need culture. You did well in that draft, and I'm I'm shocked because scary you bomb most the most movies. Scary things. movies are that's you, you want well. to talk about a movie you can get me on board with? You give me a scary movie, I'm in. Unless it was scary movie, which also yeah. crap. Andreas Pinkney, absolutely first Ghostbusters, classic comedy. You also got to remember the first Ghostbusters came out before I was born. Yes, that is. And my accurate. parents are not movie people. I think the last movie my father saw was uh, Old Brother, Where Art Thou? And the one before that was Tombstone. <laughs> He's very select in his cowboy yeah, movies he re- that he will go see. <laughs> he, I think he red-boxed Pirates of the Caribbean mm. and got eight minutes into it and went, I don't like it. <laughs> I think that was the movie he told me that he went, this is stupid. Yeah, and this is why Jeremy has just such a proud sense of the whimsical and... Oh, yeah. If it can't really happen, I'm almost always out. All right, let's get back into the power rankings here. we got a lot to uh, get through here before the end of the program. But before we do that, we have one of these. Wait. Oh, oh, I went the wrong way. That button's not there. Oh, a trade. The Jacksonville Jaguars have traded for Ezra Cleveland from the Minnesota Vikings. Nice. No! 
The Jets needed him because we don't have any linemen. I didn't even know he was possibly on the board. Oh, so. yeah, he was, he was one of the biggest names on the board. That's a good pickup. By I didn't think there were any offensive linemen that were available at this point. That was a good pickup for the Jacksonville Jaguars. No doubt. Uh, and Doug Peterson was on with Pat McAfee when the story broke. He went, oh, cool. Wait, Doug got clued into it while he was on with Pat? Yes. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Pat, who's in a turkey costume, maybe? Yep, it's a turkey. Mm, interesting. And A.J. Hawk is, is Edward Scissorhands. We screwed up not dressing up for this. Did we, though? Oh, we're doing it next year. I mean, I did. I dressed as a Pizza Planet delivery guy. You dressed as a guy that plays too many video games. Oh, wait. That's just your closet. Hey. Uh, let's go back to the power <laughs> rankings here. Number 16 for week nine. Oh, I guess I did. The Washington Commanders. Uh-huh. Sam Howell for touchdown game. That was that was fun. You Somebody's going to say that's too high, and I... I, look, I'm not going to argue with you on that one. I, I get why you say it. I just don't agree with you. Mm-hmm. Because I, I'll say about Washington what I said about um, Cincinnati yesterday. Their good is better than every team we have said up until this point. Mm-hmm. It's just a little inconsistent. No, And to say a little inconsistent is me being far nicer than I usually am. <laughs> right. Keep in mind that we're still in the realm of okay. They might and they might have a sixteen by their name, but we could feel better if this was twenty six or twenty one at least. Uh, yeah, twenty six is too low. Right, twenty six. You're in candy corn. No, we're still no. we're st- Washington's a solid Kit Kat. All right, you're not mad about Washington. Mm-hmm. I mean, it'd be better if it was a Reese Cup, but it's a solid Kit Kat. Yep. But man, it'd be nice if you would be so not to, maddeningly inconsistent all the time. So if you're just joining us, we had the candy corn tier, which was all the bad bads, right? And then we had the Kit Kat tier, which was yeah, okay, yeah, you're there. And then ain't mad about it. We'll and, eat twenty Kit Kats tonight if that's what if that's what Halloween Claus gives us. Then we're fine with that. And maybe after this next team, we'll come into the um, what was it the. What was the next Twix. tier? The Twix. No, tier. we got three more tiers. We got three more tier. Okay, three more until we get to the Twix tier. So, the next Kit Kat, <laughs> number fifteen, the New Orleans Saints. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're another team. How about we see the same version of you week over week? Can can we do that? Can't hurts. One week the defense is good. One week the defense is awful. One week no receiver can catch. One week the Rashid Shaheed gets behind the defense three times in a row. One week, Derek Carr looks like he got hit in the head with a hammer. The next week, Derek Carr looks like Derek Carr. Mm-hmm. Um, will the real New Orleans Saints please stand up? Because you're making my head hurt real bad. I think this is exactly who they are. I, you said this about the Pittsburgh Steelers, and I feel this way about all of these teams. Is You're just going to be right there in the middle. Sometimes you show up, and you'll pr- surprise us. Maybe not surprise us, just live up to expectations. And then other times... You're going to be the worst version of yourselves. Uh, Jack S. asked if the Montez sweat trade affects this. It does not because I had mentally told myself that they were trading one of them anyway. There is a report out right now that they are still taking calls on Chase Young. That could change it a little bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if they get rid of both of them, (laughs) they would. And look, I told you at the draft, I believe KJ Henry's a dog. And from what I've been told, that is one of the reasons they're okay to do this because they feel like they have depth out there Mm -hmm. that 
they could find another dog. They just need they need some draft capital to fix that offensive line. Yeah, uh, Andreas Pinkney says uh, Pete Carmichael finally used the offense like it's supposed to be used for once. So yeah, I mean, I guess that's a that's a oh, plus sign. Sorry, that was Alex S. I saw I saw S's in a line. My bad. Number fourteen, the New York Football Jets. But that's too high, is it? Is it? Or, or that is that exactly what the, the Jets are? I mean, we're good. We're we're I'm good holding you right here. Mm-hmm. You just gonna stay right in this little area until you can figure out how to offense. You figure out how to offense, and then I'll feel better. Well, in fairness, you only didn't figure out how to offense last week in the rain. I have a weird feeling you're gonna figure out how to offense this week against the Chargers. And I've seen that number. I've also seen where the money's going. I'm I. I, I you know what? I'm ready to get hurt again. I'm going to be on the Jets. Heavy Monday Are night. Are you? Heavy. I thought you didn't wager on your team. Uh, were you a cop? Yep. Okay. Zach Wilson was not the problem on Sunday. I will keep saying that. And the, the thing that scares me is that the problem is Nathaniel Hackett way too often. Mm-hmm. Uh, the problem is fumbles, which that, that was a problem for Zach. Just don't turn the ball over. I swear to you, and I mean 100% vehemently, I believe what I'm getting ready to say. Mm-hmm. If the New York Jets don't turn a ball over in a game, I don't know that there's a team in the league that can beat them. Because I don't know that you can score on them. If they don't give you the ball in short yardage, I do not know how you score on that team. The New York Giants had negative nine passing yards. Think about what I just said. I know they're not good. I'm well aware of that. That's still an NFL football No team. doubt. That's hard to do and against before you anybody. tell me it was Tommy DeVito – it was Tyrod Taylor for the first third of the game. So we know what that defense is capable of. That defense is evil. We just have to see the rest of it, right? I need to see you play the other side of the game. And then I'll feel better. Until then, you can stay right here in this little meaty clackers area and just. Oh, secret time. As a lifelong Jet fan, you can stay right here until about week 15. And then when Aaron comes back, he and the devil who he met whilst high on ayahuasca will lead us to a Super Bowl. Yep. There you go. I'm convinced it's the same devil that Joe Namath made a deal with on a street corner in Miami in 1969. All right. Last Kit Kat bar here in the uh, in the bunch. Number hey, 13. Ironic. I just mentioned this thing. The Los Angeles Chargers. Mm-hmm. They'll play those New York football Jets coming up this weekend. Uh, I have to comment. So, uh, it, obviously, if you don't follow us on the social medias, uh, you should because there's all kinds of little just bangers that come out there. And it helps us greatly. But we put out a video about Justin Herbert where I said he's not elite. And it blew my mind how many people said, well, he doesn't have any help. Are you freaking kidding me? What more does he need? You know, one of the best running backs in the league. Your fourth receiver is without a doubt the best fourth receiver in the NFL. You got two gigantic tight ends. One of the best left tackles in the game. A heavily invested in offensive line. Corey Lindsley, T's and P's. You know, dealing with a heart issue notwithstanding. Mm -hmm. Like, if you can't be propped up by that, you're not even as good as I said you were. And I've been trying to find a reason to say that for about a week. Yep. The talent's there. I don't believe in your coach. Mm-hmm. Now, step in the right direction. He shaved off that stupid beard, so he didn't quite look as in Ridiculous. over his skis as he did previously. Mm-hmm. The talent's there. The coaching's not. Yep. And I have a weird feeling you're going to go into New York and get not 
beat down. Mm-hmm. I learned my lesson on saying that last week. But you're going to lose. And when you get beat, your playoff aspirations have basically flown completely out the window. Mm-hmm. All right, now. Now it's time. Well, actually, you know what? Let's take a break. And then when we come back, then it will be time to get into the top 12, the good ones, right? This is when you get into that primo candy that's you've been saving because it's all the good stuff, right? Twixes and Reese's. You're in the sportsocracy, and this is ESPN Asheville. If cleanliness is next to godliness, look around the car right now. Is that very godly? Look, life comes at you fast, but so does WNC Auto Detailing. They have the tools to make your interior look like it's coming off the showroom floor. You don't believe me? Check them out on Instagram. All that filth and years of stains disappear. WNC Auto Detailing does full interior and exterior details with paint correction, and they do wax and ceramic coatings. Call WNC Auto Detailing at 455-3700. Premium care with a Southern hospitality touch. I believe real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa Hyatt-Zach with eXp Realty, serving all of Western North Carolina. Navigating the home buying and selling journey can feel overwhelming at times, and that's why having an agent who cares about you and your needs is key. I'm a native of Western North Carolina, and I close over a home a week. I'm an expert in the market, pricing my sellers correctly to net you the most money, and working as a skilled negotiator for my buyers. Please give me a call today at 828-774-6343 to set up a complimentary market analysis. The season we've all been waiting for is here. No, not that one. The season of the Big Orange Tent is underway in Western North Carolina. The area's largest selection of Halloween costumes, decorations, and accessories is at the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. Halloween Express is your one-stop shop for adult and child costumes, superheroes, horror icons, inflatable suits. You can find it all under the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. 10 to 8 Monday through Saturday, 12 to 6 on Sundays. We we both got a button for this one, yep. and frankly, I'm going to leave it running because this is the biggest one of the day, and it's not even close. Former number two overall pick, Chase Young, is being traded to the San Francisco Whoa. 49ers. Well, I believe that's going to help with I the old believe, pass rush. Yep. If, uh, if you wanted to fix a problem, there's a way to do it. Holy cow. So now you have... <laughs> Nick Bosa. You have Nick Bosa on one side. You have Chase Young. You got Drake Jackson as a rotational third. Wow. I mean, if you can't get after quarterbacks after this, Steve Wilkes. Javon Hargrave in the middle. If you can't get after a quarterback now, you're lost cause. Right. Steve Wilkes is (laughs) Another interesting part of this, and obviously we got another hour and 20 minutes before the deadline's up. the, The 49ers have been heavily on uh jalen johnson from the bears i'm curious if that means they couldn't get a deal done there mm-hmm. and so they went they've been on in on chase young the whole time i didn't think they'd get it done yeah uh it's for a third round pick by the way so washington has now added a third round pick for chase young a second round pick for montez sweat uh, that means they're going really young on that defense and they got a lot of money to play with apparently so well now you're not having to resign either one of them right that's what i'm saying so washington seems to be resetting the decks this tells me they know, you know, the offensive line is a huge problem. We're mm-hmm. going to have to invest heavy capital into that. Mm-hmm. And also kind of, and you're going to say I'm crazy when I say this, kind of tells me that they really believe in Sam Howell. And, and they're going to use the rest of this year to evaluate. And they're, they are they know some things are broken on the defense. 
If I was Jack Del Rio, I would probably be getting in touch with a really good realtor. Mm-hmm. And Ron Rivera, same thing might go for you. Week nine power rankings. We are into the Twix tier here. We're separating them by uh, by Halloween candy and uh, Twix. Not the primo, but they're the next tier down. Uh, number twelve this the, week, the Cleveland Browns. Yep. Sorry, didn't mean to. No, you're good. PJ Walker. Uh, you know, I mean, he's all right for now, but you got to figure out this Deshaun Watson thing. If you had a, if you had even a a, a mediocre quarterback, you're a Super Bowl contender. Mm-hmm. The problem is that you don't. No. Neither no. one of them are any good. Deshaun's been bad, and and I'm to the point of I'm not so sure this is Kevin Stefanski anymore. Really. I'm not so sure he's the problem. I'm not sure this isn't just a bad fit. Maybe it is. Maybe it is a bad fit. But again, bad fit or not, you're stuck with each other. And it really seems to me like you can stick any mediocre running back in that backfield, still run. Yep. But you got to stop turning the ball over. The defense is too good for that. I mean, you held Seattle to not a ton. Geno was fine. He wasn't great. And if you just don't turn the ball over, this is probably a win for you. Mm-hmm. But you did, and it wasn't. And I'm just I'm, I'm curious, at what point do you look at Deshaun Watson and go, all right, you've played 10 games with us. You have been a below-average quarterback in the NFL for eight of the 10. What do you do about that? And I don't have a good answer to it. No. I don't. You're stuck with the contract. You're stuck with him. You're going to have to figure it out, but I don't know how to do it. As this keeps dragging out, the Cleveland Browns are nothing more than the New York Jets to me. They're very close. Right. And, 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 and secret time? Problem is. <laughs> and secret time? I think Zach Wilson's a better quarterback right now than Deshaun Watson is. Yeah, I don't know about all that. I was going to go Brees Hall is much better than anything that the, the, the Cleveland Browns are trotting out there. That's your saving grace. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I could – I could have the Jets over the Browns right now and not be upset about it. Deshaun comes back. I feel like maybe that's They're a different story, but I need thing. to see you play. Uh, number 11. The Seattle Seahawks. I can't have you any higher. I wanted to, and I tried. Mm-hmm. But I couldn't. I just kept coming to teams going, I can't put you above them. And I, I want to, but I can't. Yeah, Seattle's a very good team, but I'd, I struggle to put them over the team at number 10, which is the Dallas Cowboys. That's the one that I kept staring at going, I, I don't believe in the Cowboys. I really don't. But if they played right now, would I be willing to bet my house on Seattle? I, I would trust me. I would want to. And if I don't think I could punch the ticket for Dallas, I just don't think I could punch the t- ticket for Seattle either. Mm-hmm. And Seattle's got a little room to grow. I love the Leonard Williams deal. I love it. And I think that's really going to help. But there's still something about Geno Smith that you don't look exactly right to me. You don't look like last year. You're, you're not Jet Geno, but you're not last year Geno either. And you've got a lot of weapons. Mm-hmm. To me, it comes down to the quarterback between those two. And I, I, would rather like... have, I would rather have Dak Prescott than Geno Smith. Absolutely. And it's uh, literally for me, Geno is one spot behind Dak Prescott. Yes. In terms of quarterbacks, I would want to have in the NFL. And this is why you stack up here with each other at 10 and 11. You're really good teams. You could beat damn near anybody in the league. Mm-hmm. But head-to-head, Cowboys over the Seahawks just by a smidge right now. Number nine. I, I almost want to say they're tied. 
Okay. I'd never done that before, and I didn't think about it until I just put it up on the screen, but I could have them both at 10 and Mm -hmm. would not have a problem with it. Okay. Uh, This is one I'm going to get some pushback on, and I can explain it really quick. The Miami Dolphins. Pick on some of your own size. Hey, beat a team that's even competently good, and we can, and we'll talk. Their high side is really high. The problem is until you beat somebody of any substance, Mm -hmm. I just really don't care. I've seen you play two good teams, and you got absolutely bullied by both of them. That's the problem that this team is going to have. And then you get into the top eight, and I just I look at all of them and go, if you played right now, who would I take? This is a finesse team. Mm-hmm. It's a finesse team, and I think anybody that can bully you is going to be a great big problem. Bingo. And that's when I get into number eight. Mm-hmm. The San Francisco 49ers. I had him at eight before the Chase Young deal. Mm-hmm. That's a big deal because that really, I, I can't say it completely fixes the problem, but I can say it is a whale of a start. That secondary is still going to be a problem, but adding to the pass rush obviously helps out the second, the back half. And this is a move that you needed to make. I would also like to see them add something to the secondary. They were in on the Jalen Johnson talk, so maybe there's still a deal being made there. Maybe they're in on another wide receiver. We don't know. We still got time before the deadline and John Lynch. It was rumored all day that John Lynch was going to have some hammer deal today. And he did. And we did. And he did. And maybe he can do more to add to this team to make us feel like uh, they're better than eight because a three-game slide ain't going to cut it. He's feeling the heat, and he needs to make moves now. Mm-hmm. Number seven. I'm still I, – I keep looking at – there's a picture on Twitter of Chase Young and Nick Bosa side-by-side, side and I'm just looking at it going, ooh, buddy. That's <laughs> number seven, the Buffalo Bills. Mm-hmm. You still have major uh, major issues. Major issues? Yeah. Sorry. I feel like Josh is always going to put you in that. You're you're forever going to live in this category of you could be great, but I don't know if you're ever going to get there. The thing about Buffalo is that they can beat anybody. They can lose to anybody, too. Mm-hmm. And this upcoming stretch of Buffalo is where you're really going to figure out what they are. Yep. This is where the rubber meets the road. Because if you are that front runner that plays up against good teams, you're getting ready to show it, and you're going to win games that you shouldn't. Mm-hmm. If you're not, and you're just not as good as you have been in previous years, that's going to be pretty apparent, too. Mm-hmm. And it starts this week on Sunday Night Football. Let's go to number six. The Detroit Lions. We saw you handle the uh, Las Vegas Raiders. Mm-hmm. Good job for you. Um, now, now I need you to take the next step, right? I want, you to, I want to see you do this against... A really good team. Detroit is going to be a really hard team to rank for the rest of the year because you just don't play that many teams that are good. Mm-hmm. Your division is dreadful. The one team that we thought had a puncher's chance of making the playoffs is starting Josh Dobbs at quarterback now. So you're you're going to hold that paper tiger mantle until we get to the playoffs. There's nothing you can do about it. Well, well, I mean, until you un- until you until you have to go to Dallas at the end of the season, but that's one game. Mm-hmm. You'll still be cont- look at the schedule of every other team: Philadelphia, Philadelphia, Dallas specifically, because they got the AFC East. Mm-hmm. You're gonna carry that mantle. People are not gonna fully believe in you because you're the Detroit Lions, and I'm not talking about us. I'm talking about on the whole. Right. Your opportunity to prove what you are will come in the playoffs. 
and you're going to stick about right here as long as you don't lose another one like you did to Baltimore or a game that you're not supposed to. They're going to stay in this four, five, six, seven, eight range pretty much no matter what happens. No. Number five, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Hey, everything I just said about the Detroit Lions, put it in the AFC and give it a better quarterback. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yep, second verse, same as the first. Yep. All right, it is the Sportsocracy on ESPN Asheville. We'll give you the top four coming up next. Week 9 power rankings continue here on ESPN Asheville. The Asheville Championship returns to Harris Cherokee Center in Asheville November 10th and 12th. This year's field is the best yet. The Clemson Tigers, Maryland Terrapins, Davidson Wildcats, and the Blazers of UAB. Four exciting matchups with a champion to be crowned at one of the premier early season tournaments in college basketball. For more information and to get your tickets, go to AshevilleChampionship.com. That's AshevilleChampionship.com. It all starts in Asheville November 10th and 12th. Proudly sponsored by Ingalls Markets. Running a small business is no small task. At Home Trust Bank, we work hard to prepare businesses for whatever tomorrow may bring. Your dreams are our business. And we have local experts who can help you plan for a successful future. Dependable guidance you need and service you'll appreciate. At Home Trust Bank, we take your small business banking personally. Visit your local Home Trust branch or anytime at htb.com. Member FDIC. The season we've all been waiting for is here. No, not that one. The season of the Big Orange Tent is underway in Western North Carolina. The area's largest selection of Halloween costumes, decorations, and accessories is at the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. Halloween Express is your one-stop shop for adult and child costumes, superheroes, horror icons, inflatable suits. You can find it all under the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. 10 to 8 Monday through Saturday, 12 to 6 on Sundays. The Sportsocracy. You two are just dumber than a bag of hammers. We're back in the Sportsocracy on ESPN Asheville. Rob Zombie, the king of all things frightening these days. Uh, we are in the week nine power rankings here on a Halloween top four. Number four. The Cincinnati Bengals. I mean, Joe Burr's back, ladies and gentlemen. Whatever whatever misgivings you had about this team at the early part of the season, those should all be quelled. I'm officially to the point with the Cincinnati Bengals. If you take your bias out of it and you watch them, you can't have them any lower than six. Mm -hmm. Can't. And I think they're going to prove it against the Buffalo Bills this weekend. And that will be just be another, uh, another layer of... You know, that Bengals-Seahawks Super Bowl prediction of mine is not looking nearly as stupid as it did three weeks ago. Right, right. Bengals are going to have slow starts, and now they're just rolling. Uh, we have one of these I'm your huckleberry. from Football Fossil. He's about the Chase Young deal. He said, the problem isn't San Francisco's roster, it's their coaching staff. Adding Chase to a poor defensive coordinator, handling the scheme he's not good at, is probably a waste of money. Here would be my only – I – a hundred percent understand what you're saying and i'm not gonna say i disagree with you because i don't like steve wilkes and i never have this may have been kyle shanahan going to him and going hey uh this we send the house crap is done now i'm gonna give you everything you need and we're going back to the robert sala D'Amico ryan's days of we bet we blitz four yep we get home with four mm-hmm. 
I'm not so sure that hasn't been taken out of his hands, but it's a fair point if that didn't happen. And that's it's possible that it didn't. All right, number three. The Baltimore Ravens. Feeling confident now that this team is uh, after they dismantled the Detroit Lions last week. I mean, they handled Arizona, let them get back in. I mean, it made it look like a game on the scoreboard, but it never was. And without a doubt, the easiest game to forget it even happened this week. Mm -hmm. For me, Baltimore stays exactly where they were. I learned absolutely nothing out of that except that you can go on the road and beat a team convincingly that you should have. Yep. Number two. The Kansas City Chiefs. It was embarrassing to go on the road and lose to the Denver Broncos. Well, I don't envision you having five turnovers again and – you know, maybe Pat Mahomes did have a serious case of the old trots. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know, mm -hmm. but it, it didn't look good. Yeah, no, it didn't look good, and 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 Patrick didn't look good. And if he was healthy, does the game go differently? I don't Possibly, know, but we we'll never know. Look, the Chiefs drop a weird game every year, mm -hmm. and this was their that's one. the reason I didn't drop them that much because I've seen you do this. You can't. Every single year you have done this. Mm -hmm. You can't overreact too much to what you've seen, and the Chiefs are always going to be right there at the top as long as Patrick is still taking the snaps and Andy's still calling the plays and Travis is still, well, he needs to bring his girlfriend back around because that's really why that Or was. not. Or just uh, <laughs> let her go on tour and never mention her name ever again. <laughs> All right, and number one, the Philadelphia Eagles. It's the best team in football. It is right now. And the thing I the thing I think I had to get my head around is the Philadelphia Eagles are the pug of the NFL. It's never going to be cute, but it might be so ugly that it's cute. The tush push, now you're doing different things off of that. The tush push fake was great. It's never going to be really aesthetically pleasing, but it doesn't have to be. You keep doing things to lose and you don't. That's the sign of a really good team. And if I'm being genuine and I'm being sincere, I can't reward other teams. The Jets are one that comes to mind. The Cleveland Browns are one that comes to mind for winning games ugly and then look at the team that's doing it the best and say, I'm going to denigrate you for that. Yeah, I'm an NFL team. You're not out here asking me to paint masterpieces. It, You're out here asking me to pick up W's. And that's all the Philadelphia Eagles are in this for. I'm gonna I'm gonna come out here. I'm gonna do whatever it takes to beat this opponent on this day, and they're doing it to everyone. And you're in the NFC, which is uh, the far easier conference mm -hmm. to reign supreme in. Mm -hmm. Week nine power rankings in the books. We'll be back with you tomorrow, right here on ESPN Asheville at noon.